0: listening to Notorious Age of Sigmar. We spotlight the New Zealand AOS community, covering tournaments, lists, and book reviews. Here are your hosts, Sean and Tubbs. Sean and Tubbs. Welcome to Notorious Age of Sigmar, episode 40. We are back in your motherfucking years, recapping the New Zealand 2022 Masters. It's me, Sean, joined by my ever lovely co-host, Tubby. How are you, my friend? What's going on this Wednesday night, night? I don't know what night it is. Right, my guy.
1: I'm just gonna yep. ramble over your fucking mad ramble. Yeah, um, Masters was good. There's a lot of scandal. Um oh, chess clocks. Didn't even talk about chess clocks.
0: That's
1: chess clocks, good. cheating, yeah.
0: fucking yeah. all all the shit. All the shit. Yeah. We'll get we'll to We'll get into the order juicy, hot goss for our listeners, uh, who I'm sure enjoy drama as much as I do. But we've got a guest because obviously, um, well, maybe not obviously, but sadly, neither me or Tubby won masters, so we had to bring on the guy who won masters,
2: Michael. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are, how, are, how are you guys? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. At it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm not bad, my guy. I'm not bad. Is you know, this can't really ask for much. I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was going to say something like, can't ask for a better way to spend a... Is it Tuesday? I don't even know what fucking day it is. Eh? Uh, it's um, Tuesday, unfortunately. Not plus, yeah, to Friday. Talking about some hammer. Especially after me and Michael just went to a tournament a couple of days ago over the weekend. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about New Zealand Masters. So, boys, where do we start? Do we want to start on... Chess clocks because it's topical and we spent like a half hour talking about it prior to
1: Fucking our last recording oh
0: yeah I think I think we mm-hmm. have
2: to, we have to start no I think
0: with we it. do all right Mike well Michael do you want to actually do you just want to do the, the typical podcast pro thing where you introduce yourself or do you just want to skip all that and be a man of mystery it's entirely up to you bro. I mean
2: I can I, it's not much to say uh, my name's Michael and uh I've I've thank you for having me it's, it's great to great to have a chat here um don't know, don't know what to say. I think I, uh, I'm glad to. Yeah, no. How long?
1: How long have you been playing, Michael? Uh
2: I've been playing for since 2020, I think. Mid mid 2020. Yeah, well, start of 2020, I think.
1: But you only really started going to events kind of recently, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think my first event was oh no sorry first event would have been 29th when was the first 2020 valleycon i think yeah in january. It, was like,
0: it was january
2: yeah 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 2020 yeah. valleycon that was my first event that was uh oh were you at 2020 valleycon yeah 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 i came in fourth because me and james that was me and mine and james shout out james was our yeah. first event together yeah Oh, that's awesome!
0: Yeah, I don't remember much about that event other than getting like blackout drunk and abusing poor Alex at the table, and his <laughs> lovely girlfriend was like, "Man, no one likes playing yours in Charmy, Yeah, <laughs> it was it was poor form on my part, but anyhow. So I no, mean, it was.
2: Yeah, it and then bad.
0: obviously we had the COVID, which has killed events in this country for the better part of eighteen months, two years. So, but we're back. We're back. Um cool man so fresh to the scene uh more or less and you've been doing have you
2: podiumed prior to masters so no no so you had you but you're always I, like fifth right? you're always like, yeah, yeah so yeah. as of as of this weekend i've gotten three four and ones uh-huh but no podiums <laughs> except yeah. for masters
0: yeah yeah so that's um yeah, I mean, that's like obviously the next step when you're finishing fifth all the time is to get a podium, but what better way than just to take it all out at Masters nonetheless as well? So that's pretty fucking awesome, one, too. So. On the event that counted, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I,
0: bro, I've been living that same life for a long time, so don't you? I know about that. Um, yeah, so we'll jump into we'll talk about chess clocks quickly because it's topical, and I know Tubby loves to. So, Tubby, your experience with <sighs> chess clocks, because I know this will be quick and.
1: Um, you know to was, point. They pretty much worked exactly as I'd hoped they'd work where they didn't really impact fuck all, but they kept people hurrying the fuck up, so that was great. That's literally all I have to say about the chess locks.
2: Yep. Michael? Yeah, no, I mean I I I was pretty bad, honestly, at, at monitoring them, but it sort of gave you a, a rough idea of like How much time you had left? You know how if you were like just playing real fucking slowly, you needed to hurry the fuck up. Uh, But apart from that, no, it's just uh, it's good. I think it's good to have them for the better events. Uh, Well, not the better events, the bigger events, the bigger, more competitive events. I think it's good to have them, Um, but I don't think they're necessary everywhere. Okay, Um, sure. I have a
1: question for you, and for you only. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did any of your opponents take 45 minutes to deploy their army?
0: No, I don't believe so. Because I'm a one-drop, so it's pretty quick, dude. Half an hour? No.
1: 15 minutes?
0: Yeah, I think Michael took probably 25 minutes. Okay. Um... (laughs) <laughs> no, no <for> sure. <laughs> I actually got more of the time in that game with me and Michael because we started before the round so we didn't start the clock until yeah. but no it was good I mean I'm I'm a big fan of him as I previously said on the last show um, no drama from them as far as I'm aware I haven't spoken to everyone that went to Masters but I didn't hear it through the great final nor did I have any drama in any of my games with him so I'm well pleased at how they went they didn't as far as I know, Jono didn't have to decide a match because someone ran too far over or, or anything of the sort. So I think they, um, as elegantly as Tubby put it, I think that's more or less it. They just were there to remind people to play to time. And it was a non-issue as far as I'm concerned. And that's exactly what they're meant to do. They're not meant to catch people out. They're not meant to, you know, maybe people default or lose the game because they ran out of time. It's just, a, you know, a constant tempo reminder that, hey, you... Have a commitment to play an equal amount of time and you know not fuck around for 40 minutes in your first hero phase um and that's about it so yeah i know i agree with michael They they have a time and place um they don't need to be at every event me and michael just went to an event they had two and a half hour rounds which i think is a little on the quicker side uh, i like 245 to be fair um and yeah like i i just think Use them appropriately, sort of thing, and hopefully no one felt too bad about chess clocks. So yeah, that's that's really right about it. Anything else to add, lads, or should we just move straight on? No man, no, fuck chess clocks and move on. Oh, you're, <laughs> such, you're, such, you're such a bad person. Wait till you see <laughs> the pack I'm going to send you. You're going to be so upset.
1: You really um, weaned the chess clock talk out of me. You know.
0: Oh, dude, I just. I think people were just making it harder than they needed to, and that was my big issue with it, is I was just like, get out of your own fucking way, because there's a real simple way of using this, um, and don't be I new. Mean, you're a goddamn adult, sure, you can bop a button, you know, and then, lo and behold, 20 guys turned up, and probably 15 of them had never used a clock before, and, and there was no issues, so, like, just, anyway, that's 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 my little rant. Um, Masters list, Tubby. You want to talk about your list, or should we talk about uh, missions first, or should we talk about we we'll talk about missions when we get to get to matchups and shit? But Tubby, um, you want to just run us over your list as to why you took it and what you're hoping to achieve and et cetera, et cetera.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. I think I touched on it kind of briefly in the last. Um, episode, but I just took Marathi and the Bowsnakes because we just bought a house and I couldn't be fuck painting anything. So uh, the list was uh, exactly as boring as I thought it would be. Um There's moments where I was having a bit of fun playing the list. Um, but there were definitely a couple games where I'm like, holy fuck, this is brain dead. I'm Just pushing this here because one it's good and two it was easy. Um Oh yeah, Hagnar, rathian and Bowsnakes. It's really cookie-cutter standard shit anyway. Um, I think the old funnest... As well. Yeah, old, old book, so it's all pretty um, redundant talking about any of it now um, for the most part, but uh, the, the funnest piece in the army was probably the Bloodrax Shrine with State of Shadows. Um, it's a really cool spell. It's a very good spell. Um, and it lets you do some some fun stuff in a list that was very one-dimensional um so yeah that was honestly probably my highlight piece of the weekend was just playing around with that um the state of shadow spell more than anything um where were you sean
0: Comment. Cool, man so i took Luminef ramlords um so essentially it's techless and 40 sentinels uh it's pretty similar to my um, Master's winning list of twenty twenty one, but obviously we've had like a new GH being a new addition and points increases and shit like that. But just quickly, I went for Sire uh, mainly for the A Court, courts, sort of double courts, so I could um, spend the courts on Lord Regent for an extra castle, so I could just you know two plus save my guys mainly is what it was. Um, to be fair, um, Price Sorcery obviously because everyone's a wizard, uh, so I got Teclas, I got Lord Regent, he's uh, a general. I've um, got 10 Wardens, 10 Wardens, 10 Sentinels, just in a small group, and then 30 Sentinels, and I've got a Life Swarm and a Spell Portal, uh, and I'm a Battle Regiment, so of course I'm a one-drop. Um, the point of the list is essentially to use Tech lists to stop my opponents doing what they want to do. Um, it's kind of like a, a softer Legion of the First Prince list, is what I'd say, for some, of the, like, some selective spells, like Total Eclipse specifically, and... Then, obviously, being able to shoot without line of sight, you know, just being able to sort of break all the rules. Um, and Teclis is just an issue if you can't deal with him. If you can't deal with him, then he's a big liability because he's a lot of points and he has to do a lot of work. But if you can't kill him, which a lot of armies can't or just don't attempt to, then he just does so much with, you know, the five up wards, the guaranteed spells, the auto unbind once per turn. Um, you know, it's just on the player really to execute how well you use that massive centerpiece and he, he really is i can't stress how much techless um runs this list uh and then i've just got 40 sentinels that are just looking to to you know get some metal weapons off um from the lord regent and that saves them from miscasting and killing the champ which is the, the wizard if that fails if the lord Regent Miss castle fails his cast uh then the sentinels can obviously cast some metal weapons on themselves or power fish on themselves uh, but yeah, the, the crux of it is that like, I want to buff my army with Techless through four spells a turn if I can get away with it, if I'm playing an opponent who doesn't have uh, good counter magic, and then I want to just uh, reroll shoot people off. And also I was expecting to see a lot of Seraphon, like a lot of Croaks and a lot of um, Slans, and like, this list just fuck Seraphon. Because I do Mortal Wounds, like against Vandalizers, I do Mortal Wounds, so I don't care about the reduction and damage. Um, you know, if they want to comments call me, then I'll just allow them to do it, and I'll bounce Mortal Wounds back at them through techless. Uh My spellcasting is better than theirs, and I can shut down their spells as well. So really, I was expecting to see a lot of a lot of Seraphon, um, and a lot of, uh, you know, potentially in a gash or two. So, yeah, I, I took it for those reasons, essentially. I wanted to shoot people off and win in the latter game. Um, In hindsight, going through the process, I would have taken Foxes, though, if I was going to play Lumineth again, um, otherwise I would have played Stormcast, but yeah, probably safe to say, especially after the weekend I just had, that um, I would have just gone off the Foxes, and the reason I didn't is because I was scared to see a lot of shooting, and I was scared that three Foxes were going to give up three victory points every game, Um, but I've I've played that, I've played Foxless now like 20 times, and I've probably only lost three Foxes across those 20 games, so... You know, don't be scared to take those those units. Same with, like, Seraphon players and they're bastards. You know, don't say bastards anymore when really they should just spam the shit out of it and just shoot people off. That's that's my opinion. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, Michael, you want to
2: touch on your list, my guy? And yeah, yeah. why you took so, it and the rest of it? Um, so I brought a very stock standard, I think, Legend of the First Prince list. Um, I think it's a very powerful list in... In the current meta right now, and there's a lot of. Well,
0: according to our last guest, it wasn't even the best legend of the first principles.
2: But... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I did shout say out to the
1: stock standard one. <laughs> <laughs> Were you at Jesse? <laughs> Love
2: you, Jesse. Yeah, no, big shout out to Jesse. I uh, had some good good chats with her during during the tournament and uh, after was good. Um, oh, she's
0: gold, man! A lot of time for Jesse.
2: Absolutely. No, uh, yeah. So I think. Um, my list, basically, if you don't know what Legion does, it's just a full control list. If you're familiar with, like, Magic the Gathering, it's like a, a blue deck, basically. Um, just wants to stop you doing what you want to do. Um, and basically tries to get up. It's a very tanky list. It doesn't do a lot of damage, but it's just going to get in the way. Uh, and yeah, no, I think it's, it's a great list against a lot as the, the thing I like about it is that it has answers to pretty much everything that's out there right now. Yep. Yep. So just quickly in case you've been
0: hiding under a rock, it's a Bella Kairos, Rage First is General, uh Corn Demon Prince, Blue Scribes, uh Ten Horrors, Five Flesh Ten Plague Barriers, Spell Portal, Battle Regiment, 3 Drop. So yeah. Um Yeah man, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, let's just crack into it, Tubby. I think you just want to bang out all your games because you, it sounds like you just were the most miserable fucking person at Masters.
2: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's your worst finish. So
1: it is know. my worst finish. Yeah, it was
0: both a, our worst finishes, dude, but one of us finished the higher than the other.
1: and um it was the first time I've gone to Masters and not podiumed, which was that was the only real sad takeaway of the weekend. Um, and part of it was definitely completely my fault. Uh, which we'll get to in about two seconds time
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so yeah so basically i'm just going to wrap up my five games into a, a quick chit chat so just in order i played uh sean and this Lumineff first up first game mm-hmm. uh One then i first blood yeah yeah and then i've got I the played, missions here, that's why I'm saying oh it. i love it okay run through them and then uh, second up i played fuck me
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have
1: done this in order I was thinking I'd be able to do it and then, oh, I yeah. played Aiden, I played Aiden's second game Yeah, on uh, the Vice And with his Mega Kin and Nurgle like triple uh, Guo list yeah. Third up I played Trey And his Fire
0: Slayers Savage Games uh,
1: Then game four I played uh, James who was on the podcast uh,
0: Last episode Last together. episode, yeah Ah, uh, Jesse was last one, but James, before that on survival oh, fitness. Sorry,
1: um, and then last up, I played Adam. Uh, Adam and a Seraphon,
0: Ferroforge. Eh? There we hey. go. I'll shut <laughs> up
1: now. No, that was very very helpful because I definitely couldn't have done the missions. I could barely do the the matchups to the players.
2: I think an important caveat to say that I think i'm not sure if we've said it already is that uh neither the night haunt the doc book or the incarnate were in play yeah for this we had a hard stop beforehand uh like maybe a month beforehand to Mm -hmm. keep a nice stable meta coming into it so yeah yeah no it was definitely a very
0: worthwhile comment sort of predators and prey were in but yeah like anything before was it
2: march was not in is that right yeah yeah i think i think it's mid-march something like that yeah anyway
1: um yeah which would have been lovely because i could have played a more interesting list but uh unfortunately not um <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna bang on it because i fucking uh, but you I, could have
0: taken your fucking slaves list that you told the world you were taking yeah, but until I had to, two I minutes had to, before the event and I you're had like to play. i'm playing duck look at me
1: I had to paint, and we literally just moved in, so it was, just, it was just a no-go. This
0: just sounds like more homeowner privilege in this country, to be honest, so hey, I don't have any sympathy for you, dude.
1: I had to listen to you bitch about painting fucking 20 Sentinels um, that we painted a little bit the night before, so...
0: And a life swarm.
1: And a life swarm.
0: That's Shout right. out, life swarm. That's right. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so first game uh, against Sean. Uh, here's where the cheating scandal comes from. I played Sean... Uh, I beat him on the table and then I found out that I cheated. Uh, so I haven't played Dock in forever. I had no idea um, that the Hagnar save doesn't work on mortals. So you only get a 6-up so ward save against everything and then you get your enhanced 5-up ward save against uh, normal damage only, not mortals. Uh, so I played that entire game into Sean's list that just does heaps of mortal output uh, with... A much too good save um so when I found that out um I went up to Jono and I said hey I have cheated throughout this game um I want to concede my win um to which Jono said Sean has already filled it out that Sean has won
0: uh, the game so <laughs> <Yeah>. that was
1: <laughs> fucking fantastic we didn't have to do anything so we yeah. just left
0: it as it was yeah um yeah my bad my bad just quickly on that tell though like it's it was shit! Because I wanted to win on the table. I didn't want to win because you didn't, you know, you, you didn't know a rule. An FAQ is what it is. Actually, is an FAQ. Um, and it's shitty to win that way, but it's definitely a very sort of like honourable and respectable thing that you did because it wasn't even like a question. You were just like, "No, I cheated you. That's on me." gonna go change the result where some people will be like oh you know like they might try to talk their way out of it or like try to convince themselves yeah, nah, that it wasn't I, that big but you're yep. just like immediately like nah if i didn't get called out now i would have played the whole tournament i would have cheated everyone and then i would have had to say oh five me you know so it wasn't even like it wasn't even a question in your mind which i think is very uh respectable i think that's i think that's the way people want to see um other people play within the community and even more so as someone who um, has a big enough ego to make content, you know. Shout out Stormkeep for cheating their way through tournaments and then <laughs> crying like bitches that they got called out. So yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah. So lessons learned from that. Read through the FAQs if you've only played a couple games of the list before uh, you go to an event. Because yeah, I'm really glad that it got picked up um, immediately. It does suck that I throw my own game because I'm an idiot. Um, and set myself off on a loss from the start, but that is what it is. Like I was mm. not going to take that, so um, yeah, I'm glad I found out then, and and not further yeah. down the down the event. It
0: um, also wasn't me that was looking for the rule to try reverse when it was. I was talking to someone else, that just so people aren't yeah. like, oh my god, Sean took the loss so hard that he tried getting out on it. No, I didn't. I was talking to another player, and he's like, oh no, it doesn't work like that. And I was like, really? And he showed me the rules, and then yeah, that was anyway. Go on, Toby.
1: Um. Game two, I played uh, Aiden. Uh, To be honest, four-inch moving guys versus guys that just stand there and shoot was uh, very fucking boring for both of us to the point where um, it was just kind of funny. Uh, It's a win. It's a boring win. Uh, Fucking hated playing the army. Um, Game three was probably my closest game of the event um, against Trey. Uh, And as far as Slayers... some of Shadows goodness went off in that game, which was really fun, uh, and <clears throat> gave me a little bit of love for the army when I seen what you could do with of Shadows, so uh, that was fun and a good way to end day one. Um, On to day two, I probably had the funnest game of the weekend uh, against James Struthers, uh, and his Iron Jaws, I was absolutely pounding him during the first two turns, Uh, I got a bunch of lucky dice and then he hit hit me with a lucky six inch redeploy and it really flipped the game on its head Um, and he ended up smashing me in like one turn after that redeploy so uh, that was an awesome game, Um, I did really enjoy that game, Uh, not because of the list but just because of how hard it swung either way. <clears throat> and then can't,
2: can't forget the six pigs coming back from one oh, rally. Yeah, forget <laughs> the <that was funny. laughs> almost leaped over the table and punched him in the face. Yeah,
1: like the six inch rally was like the game maker. But yeah, he did triple like rally his pigs and got like six pigs back. Which um yeah, I was about ready to strangle him. um But yeah, no, it was good. It was fun playing James. I never played James before, so that was um, yeah, that James was, was good. That was shout times. Uh, and then last game I played in Anna, Anna, his Seraphon, and it was another 2 game and just shot everything off, not because of good play, but just because of dumb list. Um, <clears throat> I think the whole game ended in about 20, if not 30 minutes tops, um, and I ended up sitting there very hungover for the next, like, two and a half hours, which was pretty much how I felt about the list the whole weekend. Um <clears throat> so end of the tournament, ended up 3-2. and two. Uh, in seventh place uh so like i said before first time i podiumed which is sad um i'm not sad about the loss to james because i had a great game versus james but i am sad that i um did a real big dumb and uh, set myself off on a loss to start off with um and yeah that's chess clocks didn't
0: do anything for me um mm-hmm. they never were you're quick no
1: over. that's um that's pretty much all i've got to talk about. Like my games as they are. um, If you've played Marathi and the Snakes before, it's... I just played Marathi and the Snakes. yeah. 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 What about you, Sean?
0: Cool, cool. So I played this um, chunk called Tubman in the morning who is a real cheater, (laughs) um, first round, and um, he knew he was cheating too, and then he he was gutted that someone caught him out on it. So I played Tubby round one, which uh, I really wasn't happy about to be honest because um you know not that i'm looking to club a seal round one who am i kidding i am to be fair Um looking for that confidence boost but um i've played wm masters before and they've always been like real pivotal games well last year like we played i think it was table one in round three or something like that and it felt like oh, who was going to win that was going to go on to win the event and i just wanted it to sort of have that sort of a like a hype between us as well, um, because I knew one of us was going to ha- have a sore bum after round one. Um, I mean, as as Tubby said, he won on the table. I think it was like, do you remember the score? Did like 28-13 or something like that? Like it was a yeah. convincing win. Yeah.
1: Um. What What is Sean saying is that I got my seal first round, but um. Yeah, he did.
0: I did fuck like myself. Uh, I will just comment that there was a a funny thing happened in this game um, after the fact. Which was this big juicy piece of scenery in the middle of the board, um, which I teleported my Sentinels and Tubby like wasn't suddenly like oh here we go, um, and instead of putting it behind the scenery like a smart guy you know because I don't need line of sight and he does, uh, I put them on top of the scenery so I could get a cover save against the shin attacks. So so that was just like <laughs> that was the quality of Warhammer I was playing, and yeah. um, and he obviously just outshoots me because he shoots twice a turn. Um, you know, when he gets in range and the rest of it, and he just chucks Murafi in and she just does Murafi shit to Sentinels, so that's probably just one funny takeaway of the game, um, because it was a real shit play on my part. Um, and then after that, I went on to play Ryan and his uh, Soul Black Gravelords in round two in the Vice. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the Vice, but it is what it is. Uh, Ryan bet me in about 30 minutes, 35 minutes maybe, um, he kept most of his army off board. Like I think he had like a mortise engine, maybe, and like two units of walls, and um, and Beladum on the board or something like that at the start of the game. He gives me fifteen, which is absolutely fine. I shoot like some walls because that's all I'm in range of. Um, and he brings his whole army up, and he fails. I think all of his charges because uh, he like brings up five, six units or whatever it is, and then he just throws like you know you throw enough dice that are nine up, and some of them. With free rolls as well. Through command points and triumphs and shit. And you're bound to make a couple and gum up the army and slam down on device because he's got like so many more bodies than me. Uh, but he failed them all. We rolled off a uh, priority for ten two. 2 Uh I won, I took it. Uh he unbound protection of techless, which always like mentally tilts me, which is my issue, um, not his. <laughs> like he did great. And at that point I for some reason decided that I needed to go all out aggro instead of like conservative, you know, and just sit back and shoot because the objectives aren't moving and just, you know, sit on, sit on my side of the board and not overextend myself, which is what I didn't do. I did the opposite. I pretty much threw my whole army into his. I also had bring it down on Manfred, which I failed by one wound. So that was in the shooting phase and it was impossible for me to make a charge because there was nothing within 12 of them. Uh, so that also, like, put me even more on tilt after... Um, and by when I say tilt, I mean my... I just lost my composure and not at Ryan or anything of the sort. I just, in my own head, was, like, scrambling and not thinking about stuff. And I was just more reacting than anything else. Um, that's what I mean. I don't mean, like, I was giving Ryan shit or I was having a tantrum or anything like that. Um, and then I chucked my I arm mean, into his I army mean, in, in turn two. And I killed some shit and that was cool. And his Graveguard came into my like into my army I and like killed Teclas bottom of turn two. And I pretty much just conceded it at that point. And uh we played out the rest of the game for victory points, because victory points actually mattered at Masters. Um I think that was the first tiebreaker. Oh sorry, second tiebreaker, is that correct, guys?
2: Uh, yep. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: So it was like obviously wins, you get so many points or but then the first tie sorry, was victory points. So how many points you Accumulated scored across um, your games was uh, was the tie break there. So yeah, and then I think he won priority into turn three, and then we just sort of massing it out if he could max points. And um, I was happy just to sort of walk away at that point and give it to him. But um, he had a battle tactic in round five that required Manfred to, to do something or kill someone, or I, I, it's a sober light one. So I made him play out the game, um, which I probably shouldn't have because it was just like. You know, it was just horrible. (laughs) Just like, fucking get this over and done with, come on. Um, But anywho, so that was my round two. So after losing the tubby on on the table and then having it overturned, which is obviously like, you know, stirs up some feelings in yourself. And then being like, okay, I've got a second chance. And then you you play Ryan and then Ryan just like whomps you in two turns. And I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. So it was a real rollercoaster round one and round two for me. Uh, round f- three didn't get much easier. I played Jesse, who was uh, the Stormcast player in Savage Gains. So it's uh, four long strikes and... Sorry, six long strikes and four Forminators. Um, probably the Ticky, bit he has in his list is he has... Is it a, a Gur Mage, a Beast Mage for yeah, a charge a spell?
2: Group, uh, mage, battle yeah. mage of Gur, I think, whatever it is.
0: Yeah, for the plus two to charge, is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it does. Plus two to run and charge. Yeah, so he's... um. He's teleporting them nine inches away, and he's plus two to charge, so effectively a seven. Uh, and Jesse just just had a nightmare the whole weekend, but he had a nightmare against me as well. Um, so I went first and shot some long strokes and total eclipse and left my long strokes in a very compromised position where I was hoping his, his forminators would charge me, and they did, and like I shot off a forminator and a half on the charge, I think it was, and then... Um, and then With Total Eclipse, he never actually used his Holy Command um, ability to shoot in the hero phase. And I think I just keep winning priorities, and I just sort of, like, grinded him off. And by turn four, he was like, yeah, we're done. Um, Like, he forgot, he did, I think it was at one point, he did Savage Spearhead, because he already had a unit in my deployment. And he moved, I don't even know what it was. I think he might have just, like, translocated the Relictor or something. It was something so non-consequential. But he ran another unit into my deployment, and then his original unit that was in my deployment, he charged out of my deployment um, to fight something. So at that point, Jesse was just like, I'm fucking done with this game. You know, like, he's just simple mistakes like that. And he was, I mean, at that point in time, he was really, like, just trying to make miracles happen with a couple of turns left. And um, I think I, I, think we just played it for points to turn five, and I tabled him in turn five or so. Um so that was cool. Uh, do we want to talk about Saturday night? Because like, yeah, I think we
1: we'll, that, that we'll might get a bit you... interesting, Tubby.
0: Because we had a good time Saturday night. So what do we do, Tubbs?
1: Wait, do do game four, and then and then I'll got a quick chat, and we can talk about Saturday night.
0: Okay, okay. So game four. Uh, so at this point, I'm two-one. So I'm thinking, you know, potentially a sneaky podium if I play well. The only downside is that I scored fuck all battle points. You know, scenario points, victory points, whatever you want to call them, throughout the weekend. So I knew I really had to to push pretty hard. Um, and then round four, we're playing survival to fitness, and I played Anthony with his um, cruel boys, and it's possibly Anthony's worst matchup of the weekend, to be honest. That's um, it Miami's a bit brutal. Yeah, Miami's real shit for him. It's it outranges him, it outmagics him. I've got to like. You know, I I just fucking ruined his his day, to be honest. Like it was that was not cool. Um so like I went first and um instead of doing instead of doing Leaven Light for reroll spells through the portal on a unit, because his units are pretty small, um, I decided to do um serum white light because I figured if I can chip off a bunch of his wounds, because he's got small units and they're Bravery shit, um, then I can, you know, really just Battle Shock him off turn one. Um, so I Total Eclipse for double CP, and this is what I'm talking about, the control on my list is sort of like a Light Legion of the First Prince where it sort of just fucks up your day and doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Total Eclipse, is so he's spending two CP every time. Um, in addition to that, I've always at a Mountain, so his whole army's in negative two Bravery in my turn. And then I put up a Lambert Light from another unit and chucked uh, Serum White Light through the portal, which hits literally his whole army. Uh, and his whole army is like bravery free. And I just rolled hot and killed probably two to three models out of every unit with Seren White Light. Um, and then I just shot him a bit and let him come out in the open. I didn't really score many points the first turn because I was happy just picking him off from range and making him move towards me. Um, and I think the game was really over, sort of bottom of turn two. Um, I think he lost his general at that point, and he lost his other his other monster guy, and we sort of just quickly wrapped it up. And I think turn three for for points and the likes. And um, I think he had nothing left by turn four. Um, I can't quite remember to be honest, but it was always going to be an uphill battle for Anthony. What I will say about though, is he he had um. A laugh and a smile throughout the game and he was making some pretty crass comments which i very much welcomed because it was just a really shit matchup for him to be honest and um his army doesn't need a lot of models to do a lot of fucking damage eh? like it's pretty no, it doesn't it's oh yeah it's pretty felt, terrifying eh?
2: terrifying amount of output it's just oh like, I, get, right. yeah, I think it's it's really from what i can tell is i've played i've played him a couple of times with that you know that similar list to what he's played um, it seems really polarizing. Like you can either deal with this stuff or you can't and you just get absolutely shot the fuck off.
0: Yeah, yeah, like there was in turn two he um he almost took Teclas off, which is and he failed to and then I killed his his general Snatcher Boss. And that's sort of when he was just like, Yeah, I've I'll pretty much concede the game here. Um, I think it was around that point, because the Snatcher Boss has, like, heaps of attacks, first of all.
1: It sure does. And,
0: like, every time it rolls a six, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, like, 17 mortal wounds, and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) And I I didn't want to push it too hard, because, like, trying to explain my magic phase to him, he was just like, of course it does that, of course it does this, you know? So, like, it was, um, so I couldn't, um, be like, well, that's really awesome for you, but it was just, yeah, it was. That army is um, no defense whatsoever. It's just all gas, no break. So eh? it's all offense, uh-huh. and that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah, and it can. I mean, if he, if he first of all if he goes first because he's only a two drop, um, and he's in range and he can shoot you, then yeah, it could really hurt. Like I, I killed his beast skewer killer bow before it even got to do anything. Because I was worried about it just popping techless. But, yeah, man, even just, like, a couple of bolt boys and, like, a slappy, um, you know, monster. is That's all that army needs to do a lot of work. Um, it's just my army sort of breaks the rules. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was my round four. So I was 3-1 um, at that point going into round five. And I was, like, mid to bottom three ones ones as well because I hadn't scored many points. But, anywho. Uh, and then we'll go into Saturday night, Toby. I've been yeah, talking for so a minute,
1: lead us into it. First off, I want to give Anthony a shout-out, because he went 3-2 with Cruel Boys. He's a 8th,
0: which is just behind which you.
1: Which is 8th, which is just behind me. Yeah, and
0: two points behind you, dude.
1: Yeah. Uh, the army does so much fucking damage, um, so I'm glad Sean got to see uh, how much stupid output they can get out of nothing. Oh, um, and,
0: I, and I, like, dumpstered his army in the first turn. I was yeah. like... Shame, cunt. You're negative two bravery. Spend two CP every time you want to use a CP. Oh, I've killed literally two to three dudes out of every unit. You're walking on crutches. And he's just like, yo, I've got five dudes and that's all I need. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, had he doubled me from turn one to two, that game could have been very different.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I played him at Silverstream SmackDown. Was it a couple months or two ago? Um, and I just charged up everything, all my big monsters, I was playing Legion, and I think the only reason I won is because uh, I got the double, and I could get my Bloodthirster in range of everything, rolled 1-6 on the wound, Karas cha- Ch- diced another oh, one, 7 Seventy-two army. damage in one swing, but if he'd won there, he would have shot off all my monsters, and it would have been game for me as well. yeah yeah Yeah.
1: and you know this is why i love that army because if you pull a couple shenanigans you don't need much left on the board to uh to pull that game back which is really fucking cool um and i'm glad like when he was losing his games he had a small smile on his face and when he was winning his games he had a huge grin on his face so that was good to see plus the army's fucking
0: beautiful um yeah it's real good it's real good he talked a lot of shit to me which i very much appreciated yeah um And it was it was just funny. But he yeah, like a little bit more luck in his 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 army just fucking dicks Because it does what my army does, but like more.
1: So much more. Yes. Yeah, like so he much. doesn't he
0: doesn't have like the spells and the control, but he has like
1: the mortals quadruple
0: D output.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um but yeah, so a really interesting thing about Masters that I wanted to highlight was that by the end of day three,
2: typically day three. when
1: you at uh, the end of round, round three, round three, uh, typically you know, that's when you start seeing your round four and five matchups, and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to play that. That looks horrible." Um, <clears throat> Masters was fucking like, I think the losers bracket was scarier than the winners bracket. Like by the end yeah, there was oh, the yeah, end of totally. round three in the losers bracket. We had. James Struthers with all his bloody pigs and mega boss. Uh, we had Alex with all his bow snakes, Marathi. We had Sean with his luminif. We had me with my bow snakes. Uh, we had Bo with his uh, dragon and fulminators list. We had Jesse with his like cookie cutter stormcasters. There was so many scary lists, in the like losers bracket that i was sitting there and i'm like man i wish i wasn't in this bracket like (laughs) the the winner's bracket looks like it has more seals in it at this point honestly um yeah
2: i i went into i mean i'll get into that but i i went into like uh round four three and oh and i'm like oh shit like i feel like all of those lists should be up here like i feel like i shouldn't (laughs) i feel like i should be way more scared than i am yeah,
1: yeah, no, and it, it definitely was like that. Like, um, I was looking at, like, you know, the top players that were left, and I was like, these guys have got a good run to the top, and they don't have to, like, play as much AIDS as you normally would have. Like, obviously, you guys have played the uh, the horrible lists in the earlier turns, but the day two, where it's normally just, like, an absolute grind, um, I was looking at, it like, man, that looks like a good place to be, because fuck being in the losers bracket, it looks horrible. Um <clears throat> which is very interesting because it's so strange. Like pretty much all the old guard were out. Um most of the sweaty lists were out. It was just um it was just sort of Michael and, and Ben um that I was looking at and I was like, you guys are in
0: Michael, Ben and Jesse, yeah.
1: Uh... Michael, Ben and Jesse were in for like a good run. Yeah. Like it was I was looking at it and I was like, these three lists shit on the all the rest of the list here and one of them is always going to pull uh, an easy list next up so they've got a good run to the final um which is just so strange for a masters tournament i was yeah I, I couldn't get over it i was i was like at least i'm in the losers bracket like i'll play some seals and then i seen who the seals were i'm like these aren't fucking seals these are sharks this is bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we went to Saturday night at Brewtown. Um, Brewtown's in the hut. It's like a uh, like a craft beer place. So there's like five or six craft beer breweries next to the race course. Um, and it's a fucking sweet place. It's like manland, um, And it got a huge turnout. Like I've never seen that many people from a tournament come to uh, dinner and beers and more beers. Uh, mm. There was pretty much the entire... The entire masters list at the tournament plus plus extras that have come in um the guys that didn't come or girls that didn't come were um you know they've got like partners and kids and stuff like that so it's like completely sweet um but yeah no it was a great night like we all sat around a big long table and ate way too much food and well you did because
0: you ordered like four fucking mains can't. i (laughs) definitely (laughs) ate too much food i got i don't know how you fit it in
1: I was hungry. I got the steak, obviously, because why not?
0: Yeah, because steak oh, okay. on Saturday nights is required at tournaments. You'll be, you'll be pleased to know I got the steak as well.
1: Yes, yeah, Michael, good. welcome to the club,
0: dude. Good, man.
1: This is why you have that uh, that shield with you now. Can
2: um, <laughs> okay, I got you have your steak, chicken. Michael, actually, before I congratulate you? Oh, yes. What's that? How did I have it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's all right, then. You gotta have you gotta have it like rare. You gotta have it blue. You gotta be doing like red meat shits on in, <laughs> in your round four game. That's what you gotta be doing. Fair, fair, fair. But anyway, Thanks. yeah, uh, keep, keep going, Slippy.
1: Yeah. Oh man, we're go- we're gonna get through it. And uh, so I had the steak, and then I had a big bowl of fried chicken as well because I was very hungry. So I ate both of those, um, and then I was sitting next to Ben, and Ben didn't like some of his steak because it was a bit too rare for him. Uh, so I ate Ben's steak as well. Um on top of the rest of the beers and then I realized I ate way too much food and felt very sick um And so now that there's you know Like 18 20 people here that don't some of them don't normally come out to beers and and dinner like we normally do uh, As we we're leaving I had a, a had a spew in the garden uh, Just yeah. to really let them know how uh notorious boys do it.
0: Yeah, uh, just a little cheeky tactical one my <laughs> <friend>. <laughs> Well, like to be to fair, the we got, <laughs> yeah to be fair we got there at six thirty, and we didn't realize that they closed at 9 because they sort of market themselves as like a family sort of environment because there's a lot of family activities here as well um so they stuck us in the brewery literally sitting around the vats and uh they told us there was like an hour wait on food it, it, and drinks were taking like 20 minutes or so they were saying to come out so we were just like, cool, I'm just ordering like doubles every round and like triples. And yeah. pretty much whenever they brought they brought us, you know, two beers at a time. I'd be like, cool, can I get another two of the exact same thing? So that way I had like two beers
2: turning up like every... Constant rotation. Yeah, like
0: 10-15 minutes or so. And they're like craft beers as well, so they're like 6-7% beers and then like by the time dinner came out i was fucking hammered A eh? like an hour later i was like whoa i've had like fucking eight nine of these beers and they're like pints and i'm fucked and imports i'll be sitting here eating you know <laughs> half of africa's food supply <laughs> and like <laughs> and then i'm just like sneaking out for cigarettes whenever i can so yeah it was um it was a good time but you're right like the main point is not how much we drunk or ate i mean, it's um it's like what you said. I mean, think was about like 15 or 16 people that turned up. It was
1: uh, so good. Yeah, From no, the was... tournament out
0: of 20 people. So, like, Jono didn't, because he was just like, fuck you guys, I'm, I'm done for the evening, which is fair enough. He's T.O. I'm sure that's not what he said, but, um, you know, he's got other stuff going on. And a couple of others, I don't think like Mark came and stuff like that, but, and Anthony, because, you know, they got young kids and they need to get home to the, to the wives and oh, the, the Mark, family. Mark Mark
2: come. Mark oh, did he come? Yeah.
0: Well, I was sitting down in the table pounding beers with Lee, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was sitting, he was
2: sitting across from me. Yeah, and then, had... the,
0: and then the bartender, like, the the girl spilled a drink on Lee and laughed at him because she thought he did it. So that was quite funny. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Lee got his, like, angry British on, where he's like, Could you bring me a tea towel? And she was just like, Ha, ah, you spilled a drink on yourself. <laughs> it was like, Actually, you did that. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> Yeah,
2: oh, no, it was a really good night. It was, it was really nice to to have a chat and talk about all the games and you know life and all that. Just to catch up with a lot of people who either are from out of town or just don't get a chance to to chat with all the time. So it was really mm-hmm. good.
1: Yeah, talk some smack, and then and then yeah, you and James come back to our Airbnb afterwards as well.
0: So that was that was extra good. Um, yeah, because you guys drove us there as well, so it was yeah. pretty dope. We, up, yes. Yeah, thanks, Michael. <laughs> and then we, we hung out for a bit and you guys shot off because, as I said, you were driving, so you are keeping, you know, keeping a PG, which is good. Uh, the rest of us powered on, Maddie fell asleep on the couch, well, on the, on the seat first, and then we moved into the couch, and uh, Ryan came back with us as well, which was unexpected. He wasn't meant to stay, but he did um which is totally cool i'm not giving him shit or anything to sort and we absolutely invited him back um i just kind of forgot about it because i got hammered and then when i woke up in the morning went in the lounge just like wait who are all these people in the fucking lounge <laughs> 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 i was like oh that's right you guys came back so yeah set up too late had some drinks had some yarns had some good times um people just fell off as the night went on. Tubby, I think you were one of the later ones to say, was that right?
1: Yeah, I think me and, it was me and Ryan at the end, and we kicked it at maybe 2am or something like that. Mm. It wasn't too bad. Like,
0: yeah, it was pretty bad. pretty tame. I know Mitch ducked off pretty early, because he normally does. Um, yeah. And then you know, I just sort of was like, well, he's gone, and there's my excuse to go pass out in the bed, and that's what I did. And yeah, because we had a, on this Friday night, you flew down, Tubby, and we had a, me, you and Jesse had a, the night as well. So,
1: yeah, we we're, were suffering day,
0: yeah. both, <laughs> both Saturday and Sunday. We were suffering that's for sure. But, anyhow, um, cool. So, I didn't go to my game five because I played Michael, and well, as we obviously know, what happens there because he won the tournament. But, Michael, the man at a, man at a moment, you know, let's just, um, Let's hear about your legend of first prince and how you just like shit on everyone all weekends. You know, <laughs> just you want to crack into your into your games.
2: Yeah, man. Just, yeah, seals? So um So, first matchup was. Oh, you matchup, played James though. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So what I,
0: the fuck was off those matchups? Oh, like, matchup, be honest.
2: honestly, because we I think we had we had you and uh, two Sean's Yeah. We had me and James. Yeah. We had Mark and Anthony. Yeah. Uh... I think there's one more as well. Oh wait, there's two. and there's two Lizards players playing each other as well.
1: Yeah, Bo and Jesse was it? Oh no, they played later in the tournament. Yeah,
0: they fun. played around five. But it was just like <laughs> Jono says the draw the draw was random. But it was just like yo, who's a good mate or who's someone you play all the time or who's someone that you have the same list as, and that's who you're playing round one. You know, yeah. so like anyway. But so you no, playing it's, it's, you're playing the Iron Jaws who. Was our
2: pick to come second, I think? Yeah, I think everyone everyone picked James as their sort of like runner up, if I remember. Well, they're like, yeah. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was actually a matchup I really didn't want. Um, James is an insanely good player, he's so good with Iron Jaws. Um, And I was just like, how do I deal with all of this meat? Because Legion doesn't do a lot of damage, right? So I'm basically like, I sort of knew going into it that his plan, because we'd played this matchup a couple of times already. Like, we play all the time. And we talked about all of our lists and what we wanted to do. So we knew each other's lists really, really well. So he was a one drop, I'm a three drop. So basically my thinking is, okay, what he's going to So we're playing first blood as the guys mentioned earlier in the first round. Um, And so he has 21 pigs, two War Chanters, and a Mega Boss. So so I sort of screen with Pinks and then have Balakor and the Rage Thirster behind the Pinks, sort of uh, like three inches behind so they can pile in and get some damage in. Um, So he charges me... First turn with uh, with twelve pigs. I get uh, get someone. I get, a, I, get a, I get a plague bearers unit up, and then a, and then some horrors. Everything charges in. They can take a beating because they're uh, because from the bloodthirster from the Ruinous Aura command trait, they get a five up ward. Everything holy within eight of the bloodthirster. So most of my army, most of the time. Um so fifty wounds and a five up ward. Really hard to deal with. Um and but yeah, his plan was just gonna be to pin me in, and that's what he did. So I just had to try and fight my way out. Uh luckily first turn I was able to he moved he had a unit of six was it uh the unit you know, of three uh, wolf, the... the, the, uh, the Ripper's Snarlfangs? Ripper's Snarlfangs, that's the one, uh, on one objective, and then couldn't quite make it to the other one because he didn't quite have enough movement. So I had a unit you know, of Hounds on the flank, was able to cap that one, and then Gift of Change, the Ripper's Snarlfangs, with Kairos, and then summon a Spawn on it. and uh, So I was able to stay up on points, because that was my worry going into it, is that I would... Who just pinned me in and I just fall massively behind on points. Um and then I went into it. Um and the the pivotal thing that happened that game is the bloodthirster went into twelve pigs and rolled three sixes to wound. So it was slightly bracketed at that point. So I did nine mortal wounds plus four d six to to each pig unit, or just the mortal wounds the, the pigs' units. But and I was able to clear out a lot of the chaff that I was struggling to, well, not the chaff, but the the pigs that I was trying to get through. Um, and was able to come up in points. And after that, it was just sort of cleaning up um yeah it's the standard rage this the thing eh, when it pops off it
1: can completely turn a game on its head um because then i was looking at that matchup and i was like this is not the matchup that the legions list won." is these especially especially james's list the super aggro combat armies because they just can't clear them and they're just going to get stuck and james has so many fucking wounds in his list that um it was going to be a struggle to chew through but yeah obviously popping all the normal damage plus the sixes in addition, has um, really cleared it all out for you, because I know I went past, and uh, I think me and Sean's game ended kind of quickly, and I had a look at the table, and I was like, actually, this doesn't look too bad, like, there's a lot of pigs off the board, and it's it's looking like uh, Michael might be okay here.
2: Yeah, yeah, so I was able to, and yeah, as I, after I cleared the, the, the first sort of wave of pigs, it wasn't too bad, I was able to just screen enough, cap on Objectives and then I think I won a double at some point and cleared out a lot of the rest of his remaining pigs. Um, and yeah, so that was that was the first game. Always, uh, love playing against James, it's always a real tough matchup. Um, but yeah, uh, so second round, what do we play? Yeah. Sorry, just quickly, Michael, oh, I, I was actually quite
0: surprised that you pulled it off, because I know you guys play a lot, so I know you guys know each other um, quite well in the way of playing games, but exactly what Tubby said, I just figured he would have too much output and too many bodies. But it sounds like you sort of just bodied him on the objective, to be honest, and, um, you know, grinded him over in the course of, of five turns, and survived this big dick punch. Obviously, the rage first did some work, which is good, so yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, I save... I save Bellicore till I think the next two into three. Uh, Bellicore has the ability for people who don't know that you activate it at the start of your opponent's turn after they've picked battle tactics, and then you roll a th- uh, you roll a dice every phase, every three up. They can't do any actions, any of your standard stuff: move, shoot, use magic, any of that. So it's really great for shutting down a unit. Uh, for a turn, and it can last. It lasts till your next hero phase, so it can potentially last over a double. So that shut down the more crusher for a turn as well, uh, for a couple of turns. So, yeah, yeah, that was it was really key. Yeah, it turns off
1: um command abilities too. Yeah, you roll on command abilities, so
2: yep. stops him moving
1: his three units of six pokes, which is a uh, pretty fucking huge if he's set up to yeet and he's not allowed to yeet.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's huge against the More Crusher. Um but yeah, no, it was, it was a great game. Um definitely, definitely play it again. Um so round two. round two we got so we played the Vice. So I played uh Alex. Alex Sinclair with his uh, Marathi and the Bow Snakes. Um this is uh so it's my first time playing against Alex. Really fun game. Um, but this is one of the matchups I was really hoping for. Um, so that's why I was kind of disappointed that uh, that you had to lose that game, Tubbs, to, <laughs> to, to Bates because <laughs> I like my chances a lot more there than I do against Luminous. Oh, yeah, I bet. Because um, basically with this with this list, it's uh, you've got the Bow Snakes who you can shut down in a menagerie of ways with, with Kairos, with its Gift of Change. You can deal six mortal wounds, and if you kill a model, it summons a spawn within three inches of them. So you can shut down the shooting, or they force them to use a hair-and-face shot uh, into the spawn. Um, and then you can bellicore them. Uh, you've got Blood Slick Ground, which is half-run and charge aura. That can stop the uh, stop Marathi really effectively. Um, and the Vice made things even harder because we were so far away that it took him a couple of turns to even get in range. Um, and he What's also. the
1: ideal mission, eh? Putting so much space between
2: uh, you and him. And your threat yeah. range
1: on um your pokey annoying stuff is a lot further than both snakes. And obviously, if Marathi just moves out to the middle of the board, it's a, uh, it's a very easy chip a bunch of wounds off Marathi.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Marathi, uh, Marathi, did Marathi things and went on to the horrors. She did like, I think it was like twenty-five, thirty damage in one swing to the horrors. But then she got stuck on them for another two turns. because uh, Alex whiffed a bunch on the next two didn't get Mine Razor off and just, yeah, whiffed a bunch of bunch of stuff and was just stuck there while I was just chipping off wounds. Um and yeah, so it's basically just trying to control the bow snakes, mitigate them. Um luckily I think Hagnar is a slightly worse matchup because of well. I guess not so much against the uh, mortal wounds, but it just allows a lot more survivability, um, and just can, yeah. Basically, uh, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> gotta call you out a little bit, Alex. I had to, I saved them a little bit because he initially forgot on deployment about the back to objectives. Oh no! So. He forgot. He put everything on the line initially, but I really didn't want to win like that. So I told him <laughs> about the back to objectives that he had to have something on them before we started the game. Um, yeah, well, like oh, it's good I've
1: only I've only played this mission on TTS because you know that's the only way I play, and there's like it's very obvious because the objective markers are on the board and you can see that your back to objectives are there but i found playing in real life i didn't even put down uh like an objective marker because it just seemed like pointless um it's just like sweet like the objective six inches off the edge of the board grab your six inch stick and measure that out um so i see why it'd be super easy to forget that the objective actually starts on the very corner of the board
2: yeah Um, yeah
1: because if you're limited on board space, like, you're not going to try and put a fucking objective marker there because it doesn't really make any sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, as I said, like, I just, like, I could see how you'd make that mistake. So I didn't want to be just like, oh, sweet. I'll, you know, he, he'll take, or give, I think he gave me first. And then I didn't want to be like, oh, actually, by the way, you've got to go back and capture your objectives. And the game's basically over because he's, trying to catch up from that point, moving yeah. all this shit back. Or just or as the early drop as harpies or whatever, you know. Um but yeah, I think that game it's also first I think Alex's first time against Legion, so he wasn't it's one thing to know what Legion does, it's another thing to play against it. Um so stuff like uh When you have Bloodsook ground up, when you redeploy, every inch you redeploy back is two inches extra that someone has to charge. It sure is. (laughs) So Uh, if you roll a three up, now you have to make a 14-inch charge. Which is impossible for for most armies. Yeah, so all of a sudden... Uh, you're just out of range or you then you fail a bit at battle tactic or or whatever. Um but yeah no that was that was a great game. Um really enjoyed playing against Alex. Actually played this weekend again. Um and yeah, no. And again cre- congrats to Alex for winning this last tournament. Um shout so. out Alex.
0: So, Put in a We'll try to get him on for the next one. See if that happens. Because has got to respond to my DM sirs.
2: Um, and then round three, Savage gains, And this was my easily the closest matchup. Uh, so I was playing against Ben. Um, so Ben's flying down from Auckland. Um, shout out, shout out Ben.
1: Yeah, that's... underdog list of the tournament. Just, oh, just really coming in to fucking back me up. I put the pressure on and he fucking performed. Good man. Thanks yeah. for the steak. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh no, Ben, uh so Savage Gains is the one uh obviously it's like border war where you have two on the mm-hmm. two on the middle and one in each territory. So I think there was uh one list decision that was really key in this matchup is was my decision to go not go for any artifacts or extra artifacts or anything like that and to go for a three drop. Because Ben was also a three drop and I won the roll off. That meant I could get onto the objectives first and Ben has uh I think it's Kragnos, uh two Stonehorns, and then some Mournfang.
1: Yeah, Craig, so, so it's Cracknose, Frostlord on Stonehorn, Huskard on Stonehorn, and three units of two Mournfang. And Bloodgullets a six-inch pylon, and that works on Cracknose as well. Yeah. Um,
2: so, I was able... It meant I was able to walk on the objectives first, at least keep up on points initially. It was a really interesting game, because I made so many mistakes. In this matchup, um, and Ben capitalized every every time, but I did the same to Ben. Ben also made a few mistakes, and I was able to able to capitalize them. I think one of the biggest ones was uh, first turn. I had killed a I killed one Mornfang with Gifts of Change, and then he moved everything up except for the one Mornfang that was left. And he had just that on his home objective. And I was able to gift of change that one and cap his home objective with just a spawn. And that gives me the extra four points.
1: Yeah, that's huge.
2: That's Um, massive being a sneaker. Yeah, I I thought it was... uh, I think it should have been better matchup for me than it was just because I should have been able to just Balakor, Kragnos for a couple of turns um, and really slow his army down but I sort of mispositioned a lot of my monsters. A lot of it I did get lucky in a couple of places where I think two or three of my or, of my big monsters lived on like one health uh on a on a couple of rounds, which is really key because it gives up those um those extra fee, VP as well. Um and I think the game ended 34 35
1: to me. Yeah, I heard it was very, 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 very close. Um <clears throat> right, I'm gonna make a couple calls about this like list matchup, and you tell me whether you think they're accurate or not. Um, so I think it's quite interesting because it's a lot like James's list. It's a, like an aggro combat army. Um, it is always going to outscore you because three of his models collectively count as 50 points in objectives. So capping objectives back is going to be hard for you, no matter how much you can summon. Um, the 3d6 charge that Kragnos passively gives out uh, really cuts down on both the raid are uh, the corn demon prince's half charge because he's obviously rolling three dice not two dice um, and really hurts Craig, uh, kairos's turn of dice to a one because obviously you're rolling more dice so mm. uh, if you don't get the redeploy off you can't just cheekily turn a dice to a one and skip it um, things like if you balakor somebody like kragnos he can still uh, use his 3 3D- 3d6 charge ability because it's not a command ability yeah um things like uh if you have bellicord model and it gets to charge but doesn't get to fight it's okay because it still puts out a, a lot of damage in the charge phase because of cragnose plus the more tribes buffs um and obviously just being able to pin you in is that yeah, is that yeah i think fair?
2: i think that's um that's pretty uh, pretty accurate and i think yeah. uh the di- the i think the difference maker for this list versus james's list is james is a one drop and this list was a three drop yeah and because i was the three drop it allowed me to push up because i was able to screen my home objective completely with pink horrors yeah um That's pretty so it's pretty impressive
0: pre- like, yeah. like, I know it's Pink Horrors and everyone's like, no, Horrors, don't give that guy any credit, but, like, yeah, I would have just figured he would have done exactly what Tubby was just talking about, being like, here's a Stonehorn and Kragnos on your home base, turn one or two, that's 40 bodies, deal with it, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. And, like, I mean,
0: you probably could have, but, you know, when it's scoring four points a turn, and if you're not dealing with it for, you know, two or three turns, it's, um,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean uh the reason like uh i guess if we come back quickly to like why i built like brung the list that i did um or in relevance to like pinks because i think uh jesse for example mentioned that um she wasn't a big fan of pinks um and i found that pinks actually very rarely die with a 5-up
1: ward? You're with a 5-up
2: ward. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't yeah, so long. Yeah, and like, generally speaking, if they're spending three turns to kill a unit of pinks, I'm, I'm running around with all my other monsters, I'm capping objectives, I'm doing other stuff elsewhere, so I'm not really upset if they die. Um, plus, the thing that's really nice about horrors as compared to a lot of other units with like thirty two more bases and stuff like that, is you can string them out really effectively because you can do your uh you can do your little death triangles at the end. But because they split they you know, they can just keep the coherency and spread out way further than most units like that can. Yeah. At that so. like inch gap between them.
1: It's a lot like uh the old way you used to screen eh yes yeah. it's never really impacted Zen shit too hard with uh horrors purely because of exactly what you're saying you just like normally if you lose like i've played i've played sean for say and he's spread out his models like that and i've just killed one and you know you end up losing at least five because they split all the way down to coherency yeah uh, whereas horrors you lose as many as you want it doesn't matter even if you lose one uh you just put two blues at the end and you keep your coherency um which does allow them to screen much better than anything else any other 10 man 32 mil unit um yeah possibly can um i think it's really cool matchup because it's like it's like beautifully simple versus like beautifully like complex um yeah yeah so i i think i think the two armies were a um were a very interesting matchup and it obviously was a really close game, so it's
2: yeah, no, it's I mean quite ben, cool to see. Ben played super well. Um I gotta I gotta shout out Ben. He rolls with such passion, such pizzazz when he's rolling. It's great to see. Like the actual act of rolling. Um he just does this uh, I don't know, like this little thing. You'd have to you have to see him. But uh yeah, I've played him.
1: I reckon I'd call it like pain and pleasure at the same time. Like he's <laughs> yeah. so
2: fucking happy to
1: roll dice, but he's also terrified. Yeah, And he yeah. takes everything super well or super hard.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I bought him a drink uh, that night because it was <laughs> well, well deserved. Um, there's plenty of things that if either of us had done better or one of us had done worse, then it could have been, it could have swung either way. Yeah, for sure.
1: Who was your game four, my bro? Uh,
2: so game four was Mark Williams. Um, which uh flew not this mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, every, I, what? <laughs> yeah
0: I, I turned up and talked to Mark during the game and he just looked at me and he's like, yeah, I've already lost. And I was like, you got? You flew too close to the sun, didn't you, Mark? <laughs> yeah. Like, so,
2: yeah, so Mark has uh, what is we we need to have a look at this list because it's, it's it's nuts.
1: It's a Mark Stormcast list where it's a whole bunch of random crap. Um, that yeah. normally synergizes quite well together, but I I know that uh, me and Sean on the previous podcast definitely said that it was our least favorite Mark list so far, and I think yeah, I I, w- I would still absolutely agree with it, and I think it's um, Mark's player skill getting getting him all the way uh as close to the sun as he did get
0: yeah so so the I, list... I asked him about it he was just like yeah it's just like me doing what i normally do and he was trying to combat meta armies but then he was funny he was just getting taken off too easily so he just put together a typical fucking mark tm list and um tried to confuse his opponents but it, and it works great for day one and then day two not so
2: good do you have the list there michael or... yeah i got the list yeah. so He had the Assault Prime, uh, Knight Judicator, uh, Lord Imperitance, um, Knight Encanter, five Libs, ten Vanquishers, two Dragothian Guard Concussors, uh, two times three Annihilators with Grand Hammers, and the Comet. Um, So... I... (laughs) I still don't really know how he won. <laughs> he's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, so I've, I've played Mark a bunch, and the one thing he's really, really great at is these lists. He's been playing them for so long. Yeah. Um, and he will exploit mistakes like nobody's business. Like, you leave one little gap that you thought was safe. He'd be like, he'll eye that up and like, nah, I can fit there. And then he'll measure it. It's like, yep, sweet, down. So I'm into your into your threats with my mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Uh, and I'm killing all your shit in places you didn't expect. Yeah, like,
0: uh. he, he doesn't have... He has some really bad units in there. Like, I like the Prime. The Prime's good, especially now that it has a ward save. And the way Mark plays it, it's just like, he's a garbage man, he just cleans up shit round 3, 4, 5. Um, and scores your points. So, Night Judicator, I'm, I'm not sold on. And... That's set up, and as an individual as well, the Lord and is just there to make the Nihilators, you know, deep strike within seven, seven yeah. and then they reroll charges, which I think, I think can catch some people out, to be honest, because oh, Nihilators yeah. can slap. But I, mean, I think,
2: sorry, bigger, I was, was going to say, that I think the the big issue with the Nihilators is like they come down, they slap, but then they're nine wounds for two hundred and forty points. And they're moving four inches. Yeah, so once they're down, yeah. they're, just, they're dead most of the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah I feel like a unit of sex trading. might be
0: alright.
1: They're a great trading unit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Fuck, keeping um, them
1: alive, just drop. Got 30 damage in the unit, rent two. Yeah. fucking no, explode something, trade, whatever. Most people's lists at the moment can't trade because not the way the game's geared. Um, yeah. So I definitely think that the Imperitant and the Annihilators is probably the best combo setup he had in the list. Um, yeah. I probably would have liked to see three turns of them if you did take silence, but hey, Mark does Mark things. Yeah. Know. I
0: so, think it's I think an Annihilators with the Celestine Prime. I think I would have gone with a unit of six Annihilators and just put them into the biggest unit that your opponent has. And the downside as well, like, wide dropping within sevens, like cool. Yeah. Um, you know, if you drop... Because when you drop, you do mortal wounds every one within 10, right? So if you roll hot on those mortal wounds, you can actually make that charge longer than it needs to be. So it's a bit of a risk reward. But, yeah, I feel like if you just bunch him into unit six, bring him down, say, turn two or turn three, and then next turn drop the ham- drop the, you know prime as the sort of one-two punch, especially rolling into a double, then that could be quite effective. But I don't know, like... It's a weird fucking list. It's yeah. a close at mark list. The Vanquishers, he right. told me, was... He needed another unit for that was, like, fun to strike to get in there for one of his battalions. Yeah. or something like that. Right. did uh, then Call yeah. for Eight, I don't get as well. There's just a random fucking battle train that he can only <laughs> use on the Liberators. And a Comet. The Comet's, like... He tells me the Comet's alright, but, like, it gives... feel like it's a waste of 100 points for alright.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm still not convinced of the comment. He used it on me, did like five mortal wounds, and then it just sat there for the rest of the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't it's pulse it, anymore, It so doesn't it's pulse not good. anymore, so you just Mark, don't you to you're, do better. I
1: know you'll listen, Mark. Don't listen to Sean's shit. He likes to play basic bitch- bitchless. Keep playing your fucking weird shit because <laughs> I'm into it. Right? This one was a miss to me, but the rest of it fucking love. So don't listen to this, count. Just fucking keep doing the weird shit. So it's uh, on. I
0: literally told Mike before the game, uh, before the tournament, he was like, Oh yes, because I was talking to him about the comment, right? And he was like, Yeah, the comet would be useless against your army. And I was like, it would be so amazing for me, because I'd let you cast it and I'll just sit there rolling four ups every time it affected someone. Because it also does a minus one to cast. And Teclis has a four up every time you're affected by a spell or an endless spell that's cast by an enemy, was it? So I'd be like, this unit's minus one. Four up. No, it's not. You take d free Mortal wounds, Mark, and I would have just killed a zombie for it was comet. It would have been amazing. Anywho, <laughs> this is about this is about Michael, it's not about me. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh yeah, again, I love love to see it. It's it's cool to see something interesting and so I would see someone do well with it. But uh yeah, then he ran into me and this is this is a hard matchup for Mark. Uh, basically, if I, because I'm three and not four, so, because I outdrop him, uh, I get to put my bubble up, and he can no longer deep strike me. Yep. Uh, so, he basically, uh-huh. I, I, I genuinely, I, I have to misplay a couple of times for me to lose this this matchup, I think. Um, yep. it's basically, I ran up, um, oh, the other thing is we were playing, uh, what's the battle plan? Survival of the Fittest. And mm-hmm. you have to pick, uh, was it? Hunters or something like that, or Predators. Uh, but yep. you have to pick them when they're on the field. Mm-hmm. And so he couldn't put any of his hammers, so he just had to pick like I think there was a guard, liberators and the imperitant. Yeah. Um so basically uh I just ran up the board, sat the pink horrors in the middle, sat the demon prince in the middle of my army, um I swung out the the bloodthirster uh into his he'd moved like his three predator units onto this one objective to try and hold it. I swung out the bloodthirster with one into one unit that he charged in, tagged the other three with the bloodthirster with an eight. Uh and killed all three of his predator units in in one swing. Uh Whoa. <laughs> Oh, shot.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> fucking rubbing salt in it, eh?
0: Oh, welcome to Masters, Mark. That must okay. have been real <laughs> shit for him after, because he was he was slapping people day one. Like it was yeah, like man. he was, he was slapping people, and then and he would have felt pretty good about how he'd done day one, which is fair enough because he went free. You know, with a list that so everyone was like that oh, looks kind of shit, and he's like, yeah, I'm proving everyone wrong, and then um, then he runs into the buzzsaw. That's Michael.
2: <laughs> 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 it's just. It's just this list is just the just the absolute worst matchup you could imagine for him. Uh, so I think uh, we played on for a bit because the game was basically over at that point. But one thing that I did do is I moved my whole army. So I think he he burnt the middle objective. Um, so I had to go sort of fight him on on the top right objective. For me. Um, But then I pushed everything up. He still had the prime. And. uh, I think he had most things still in the sky. So what I did is. I sat the demon prince on. My. On the left hand side objective. Right in the middle. So. He couldn't. It was just the demon prince. But he couldn't get to it. Because he had to drop. And charge. Uh. And then I just pushed the rest of my army. Was he aware of <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he knew that. I was going to say,
0: that's a real shit thing. Yeah, I've got to make it a seven inch shot. It's impossible, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, poor
2: Mark. So, yeah.
0: So, he did very um, well. He did very well to get he, to that point. But fuck, he,
2: yeah, it's a real bad matchup too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, again, big prop, big prop from Mark to even getting that to that point. Um it was a really <laughs> fun game for me, maybe not so much for Mark, but
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's pretty much just like your list working as well as it could possibly ever work. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and then game five.
2: Flops and the sealed you, Michael. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy is a is a bit shit. Uh um, yeah. fair <laughs> enough. So how
0: were you so obviously me and Michael played so how were you feeling before this matchup so in your lunch break where you and you and James go do your little prep talk
2: to each other like how how were you feeling uh, what about the matchup or yeah. so like list on list I was feeling before the tournament, I was actually a bit worried about it, but then I was talking to Jesse and she gave me some really good ideas on on the things I should do to sort of counter it. And I had some ideas of my own. Um, and I was feeling I was feeling pretty 50-50 about it. I was thinking, if you roll hot, then it's like, especially in the first turn, then I could be in some trouble. But otherwise, I think I'll be okay. Um, I think the plan was good for me. It wasn't so good for you as well. We were playing. Mm. What was mm. it? Uh, Six objective Feral one. Feral Fury. Yeah. I yeah. so think should yeah. be in more packs. To be honest, like I'm surprised I don't see it in. in yeah. form, I think. I'm
1: glad you're saying this because I pushed so fucking hard to have this in the event.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's like I I do I do like the like first blood. I think it's a great plan, but to have like. You know all of them all of them be like three or four objectives it just i think it skews a lot of lists and really doesn't punish a lot of lists enough on the on the plans, which I think Feral four does fairly well yeah um, it, 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 hmm.
1: like it, it it this list and the one that's just basically border war um are uh, probably my two favourite scenarios, as well as the vice, just because I've always wanted King of the Hill map, but that's something yeah. different. Um, <clears throat> vice I, love these, I love these two because I've ranted so many times about why I hate the way the scoring works right now, and Border War is just fucking AOS 2 scoring, and then uh, the six objective ones, they make a fucking army, like, contest more than fucking two objectives for a game, which is really good. And really interesting in a meta where like these castle armies are so good, so it becomes like really interesting when you play something like, uh, say, Sean's list, which quite likes to uh, castle. It can spread quite a wide castle, but it does like to castle. Um, even same thing as the Legend of the First Prince list. Like, um, you need to protect your backline heroes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, it, like, it's a. I don't think it was a scenario that was massively bad for either army. Um. But I would agree that I think uh, the Legion solists had the better matchup into the army, um, not by a shitload like it wasn't a land size sort of thing. But um, but yeah, it would have been a very interesting game to watch. Um, how how are you feeling about it, Sean?
0: Uh, to be honest, bro, like I didn't mind it at all. Um, I was feeling pretty good about it. To be like, if I'm going to be extremely honest and just embarrass myself right now, um, I played you at civil stream. And yeah, I won yeah. the game by a grand strategy, so three points. So, yeah. like, it wasn't, like, a a dick slapping by any means. Um, but I felt like if that list, uh, the, which was the fox list, could beat you, then my tech list list could, because then it could also um, obviously bring defense to my army and um, control the magic phase a bit better and guarantee some of my buffs. Yeah. What I didn't really take into... And that was purely list on list. What I really didn't consider is um, the mission itself. To be honest, it's uh, exactly what you guys were just talking about. The six, the six mission, the six objectives um, is pretty shit for my army, uh, for that type of version of my army, because I essentially just want to hide behind techlist and um, well, not hide behind it, but I want ticklers to be in range of all my models. And I want the wardens to be somewhat near the sentinels so I can help them out in combat if need. And I want to castle for a couple of turns after I've shut you off, and then I want to um, push up the board essentially. But what I didn't consider is that um, you would just bring on like horrors every turn, (laughs) that was just way too much. Because my army has, like, a hard output cap of, like, probably, like, if I was going to say reliable damage, and, like, I don't mean wounds, I mean actual damage going through. Probably has a hard cap of, of a number of between, like, 30 to 40 if I get my buffs off. Um, and with a Kairos and the list, that always just fucks me up as well. So, yeah, I didn't hate the matchup at all. Um, I felt like I was going to eat some Bellicor shit for a turn and i was just trying to figure out when you were going to do it and i was yeah. trying to i was trying to bait it in the first turn but it never came hence why i was like are you are you sure you're done with your you know yeah, you're, yeah. your starting your <laughs> phase shit and you're like oh let me just think about that for a minute and i was like
2: do it do it you know i yeah, did well, i was like "Oh fuck you basically know? my my thinking about that was i was thinking i know the damage output uh Without without Lambert light mm-hmm. is about I think twelve to fourteen. Yeah, sparkles.
0: It's, it's really long.
2: um, with before the before my five up ward, so I was pretty yeah. damn confident. If you didn't get Lambert light off, you couldn't kill Karos. Mhm, mhm. So I was thinking, no, I can get more value out of this later because yeah, I wasn't worried about Kairos getting bracketed because uh-huh. my. My plan with Kairos is, as you would have seen in the game, is I was like, I don't give a fuck about Gifts to Change. I just want to force you down to two spells. Yeah, and, that, and that's, exact, that's
0: how I approach it, is that I don't care about Kairos' spells. I just don't want him to roll a five or a six and be next to Arcane Terrain. He's uh, six, it's obviously an over, you know, but um, the five and be next to Arcane, and was a couple bits of Arcane on our table. So... My kill target priority was always, like, Kairos and Bellicore. Um and then I'll deal with it from there. But, um, yeah, so I went I went first, and I shot Kairos, and I didn't get Lambent Light off, which is what Michael was just alluding to. Um, I don't think I got Lambent Light off against you once, which just neuters my army's output. Honestly, that Tickless Sentinels list lives on Lambent Light.
2: Yeah, oh, you got Lambent Light off once, and that was against the Rage Thirst, which you one-shot. Yeah,
0: well, oh, that's right.
2: I did, I did, but you know, I lost the game, so who cares?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows to be how pivotal it can be, right?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, after having the weekend, I just had as well. It's just like it's letting my light off, sweet. I'm doing all the damage, it's not off. Okay, I'm not doing anything, so I went first, which is pretty standard. Luminef, you know, tactics, I want to get protection up. From Teclis to give my army a five award, make it a bit more resilient. Um, and so on. And I want to shoot his army before it can move. So I went first, shot Kairos, I think did like six damage to him, maybe. Yeah, eight. I think it was like six. It so. was absolutely fuck all and scored you know points. And I was like, Well, that was just a absolutely fucking dreadful turn. And Ben was playing behind me as well. So, like, me and Ben were, like, back-to-back, and Ben was, like, if I had bet Michael, so I, the reason I was playing Michael, and we sh- need to shout this out, because you haven't, Michael, is that Michael had played, so Michael's coming first, into round five, and he had played second, third, fourth, and I was fifth. Was that right? Or was I yeah, sixth? Uh, no, no, no. You've literally played the top five, except me, so I got paired up. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you had literally beaten everyone else, and I was just like the next chump up to the – because I was <laughs> 3-1, and, and Michael was 4-0 at that point. So And Ben was hoping that I won, because if I won, then Ben would have won, because Ben would have won um, yeah. the 4-1 tiebreak on uh, victory points,
2: because he has Ky- – Craig – and Craig knows yeah. stack count as a million bodies, so he scores. So he all. just racked up tons of points, and that's one thing my yeah. army doesn't do very well: is that I don't like. I it doesn't necessarily need to be a close game, but I don't rack up the points because I'm not tabling you.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're not preventing people from scoring points. Um, but yeah, so I went first shot, car, I did no wounds, and then Michael win, and. Light. I don't know if you want to go blow by blow, Michael. I, I yeah.
2: what's the what was the pivotal
0: part of the game in, in your mind? I guess just get to that.
2: Um I think I think I don't know if it was the pivotal part, but I think a big part was I summoned on some plague bearers and they got a tenants charge.
0: Oh that was stupid as um, fuck. Yeah.
2: That's right, yeah. And then they were able to hold an objective for like fucking a while uh <laughs> um, long enough like literally yeah, just long yeah. enough and then basically what i was i i done is i kept one plague unit unit on one objective one flesh hounds on my right hand objective i think kairos i think it's just kairos on the the front objective uh or my front objective my middle objective i should say um and then just pushed the rest of my army up because i knew I was pretty confident. Like as soon as I got to your objectives, I was going to outbody you. By the time mm-hmm. the the, the, mm-hmm. the pinks split, yeah. Um, so this what really, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really have to to kill you. Yeah. because um, I don't. I think you still had thirty sentinels and techless at the end of the game.
0: Yeah, I think I might
2: have actually killed more bodies than you
0: did. I saw a tech list. I lost my junior on the last turn because I just YOLO'd him into battle court to try kill him. Um, and I had um, thirty sentinels, and I still had wardens fighting plague bearers for the whole fucking game. Yeah. The ones that you were just talking about—you literally charged them and um, killed like three wardens, and I killed like two plague bearers. Back, you took the objective, and you didn't burn it. And then I was slowly pushing my Emerald Life Swarm over to, like, to, to heal them up. And you're like, oh, fuck, we can't let that happen. <laughs> and then and then you popped, like, a one on your Plague Bearers for a battle shot, brought some back, and you popped, like, another one. And then you're just like, yeah. I'm going to fucking slap this cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, then you're like, okay, that Life Swarm's getting way too close. I'm going to burn your objective now. And, like, you literally had it for, I think it was two turns, maybe yeah. three turns. And... Um, and it was, uh, oh, that man. wasn't like that wasn't a game decided by any means, but that was I, definitely big because you held
2: more for like the two or three turns that you had it. Yeah, I also won. I think I did. I won prior or was given prior into three. You won priority
0: three, and yeah, and gave I gave it I to me,
2: and you burnt one of my objectives.
0: Yeah, so you ended up with nothing on your side of the field. Mm. Um, I had no objectives by turn 3, I think it was, and I was just pushing on yours, and um. Yeah, like, I didn't, like, even during the game, I didn't feel like it was um, too out of reach, to be honest, because, it's like, once your Rage first is dead, there's just no output from your army. Nah. There's, like, like, I stopped casting protection of Teclis and I was trying to do weird offensive spells that, like, I never do with Teclis just to try remove your bodies, but where I came undone is that I had no offense left to give, um because my sens- my 30 Sentinels were, like, trying to charge onto fucking objectives at this point. Yeah, yeah, Or, like, you were always unbinding, like, some metal weapons or a Lambert Light or something like that to, like, really neuter that output that they could do. Yeah. Um So the way I describe this is that, like, Michael just controlled the game, to be fair, controlled the objectives, uh, controlled what could be scored where, burnt the ejectors, uh, burnt one of my ejectors in turn three because he went second, was never really threatened on his home base until turn five and uh, just sort of out-attritioned me. And I felt like if the game went like eight turns that I might have
2: <laughs> flipped
0: it, but the game doesn't go eight <laughs> turns, to be honest, because like
2: yeah, yeah. I was
0: just YOLOing shit at the end. But um, yeah, bodied me. And I think the end score was like a 28- Nineteen or something—I can't remember. It was, yeah, yeah. I it was, think it was like a
2: 10, 10 point difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, especially, it's on a, especially on oh, a, hold
0: one, hold two, hold more one. Where you know you're not scoring. It's not like a star strike or whatever. Where you score fifteen points a turn. Yeah. Um, but I think you pretty much stopped me scoring. I don't know for two turns, maybe three turns. It was. Oh, I
2: felt the battle tactic on the hounds, but yeah, that was also another yeah. a pretty big one that.
0: But I always felt like I couldn't make it up in the end. But then when I was like, oh, man, i got to kill all these fucking horrors. And, like, I never even came close to one of your objectives, the one that your Plague bearers were on, because I yeah, yeah. just couldn't get there. Um, and I made some YOLO plays at the end, but yes. really you so... Did kill the picture. horrors
2: in the end. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyhow, so no, and then Michael won that quite... Quite convincingly in a matchup that I didn't think was that bad, but again, I didn't appreciate the mission um, because the six points was probably too much of a stretch for Miami, to be honest. I, I think what's um what's quite impressive
1: what's quite impressive about that game is that uh like Sean's whole output essentially comes out of thirty sentinels and techless for the most part, and the fact that you could leave. 30 sentinels and tech lists on the board for essentially the entirety of the game all the way to turn five, pretty much every other army for the most part will be tabled by that point or so badly like neutered that Sean's won the game. If he can keep those two units alive, um, but being able to win and still Sean has his full damage output units left on the board is actually like really impressive, mm. yeah. which I think is speaks to like one, the scenario, um, but then two, just how the uh, Legion's army functions and, and the way that it can shut those du- units down f- enough uh, through magic and through Balakor and Kairos and all that sort of good mm-hmm. shit um, to the point where you can neuter those. Because it's only two threats. Like it's yeah. Realistically, yeah. it's not hard to neuter or trade into two threats in the game. Um, but when you have an army like Luminif, it's very hard to to be able to get those opportunities to do that, mm. um, but yeah, that the Legends' list can do it from such a range and so comfortably and like, um, automatically that, yeah, it's, it's really impressive that you could leave them alive and still win.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. uh, I just feel like like it, it plays like no other army does currently right now, and I find that uh, really interesting. I think there's a lot of different plays you can make with it, um, and The fact that it's just... is that sort of pure control, attrition, just being really tanky, uh, really annoying, and just, as I say, like, not necessarily... It's not going to be blowout games, but often you will win convincingly just because of that control. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: you're you're 100% right. It's definitely... It's absolutely the best game... uh, The best army in the game at doing that. Um, There's other armies that can... Play the game in a similar way, like the Luminef, Um I think Maggotkin are probably the uh, the second contenders doing yeah. that. Um, the way they can stop pylons, stop command abilities, stop um, all that shit. Plus the resilience um, that a Legends list has. Yeah, obviously has less tech, um, and you need to ally in some units to get some of that that tech going. But um, yeah, I definitely think Legends is, is a is a big brain playing army, um, and yeah. Obviously, you went five over the, over the weekend, so uh, you you big-brained it. It was It's a good army to see win because it's not basic bitch push it forward um, or easy shoot people across the board. Um, it's it's a lot more interesting list to see win because it's it takes some play um, to, to get you there, especially because of the limited output but the maximum
0: tricks.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it.
0: So, yeah, yeah. well done, bro. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean... The simplest way I can put it between me and Michael in our match is that Michael played the game how he wanted to play it throughout the whole fucking game. Um, and by the time I had to chase, um, I realised it like a turn or two late, a turn or maybe two too late. And at that point, like Michael said he had 10 plague bearers on one objective and like five dogs on the other objective. But by the time that I was pushing on him, he had, five horrors in front of those guys on the edge of the objective. So even if I charge them I wouldn't touch the objective. And there's like a part around it. And like he's just controlling what's happening at that point. Um so yeah, it was like I think I totally underappreciated it because I played it with Foxes once and I bit it once and I was like, oh yeah, that's roughly the same output. It's not Foxes on has more output than the tickler Summy. But yeah, it it totally like the more I think about it. Um in hindsight, the more I'm just like Michael. Just did exactly what he wanted to do, and then forced me to chase, and I couldn't chase hard enough. And full credit to him, and he won masters for it, which is awesome. New master, and another one to master. Let's go.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's great. As I said, I think it's uh, I can't remember if we said it earlier, but it was it's my first podium. Um, yep, yep. So yeah, no big like so stoked to, to win when it matters um and yeah i'm I'm expecting a big slap in the ghb <laughs> <laughs> yeah well was legions
0: really that bad six seven months ago because that's what you gotta look at but
1: I, I think their win rate's been pretty good for, for quite some time but it's, um i think it's yeah it's a mix of everything like mm. they're not cheap on points no, like I would, I would, I would not say that legends are cheap on points. There's some abilities that are a bit good when you combo them together, but that's the thing when you've got an army with such a large roster to pick from. Um, I think it's, I think it's the missions definitely help the list. Um, the way the missions are like formed.
2: Oh yeah, if I, if the I way had you to score. spread out, um, both, I, I don't think it would be nearly as good.
1: Yeah, but like I'm happy to see like. Army slate like, Legion's doing well because it's not brain dead. Um <laughs> it's uh it's a lot mm. more like I wish I was playing Legions over the weekend than fucking Bow Snake Slaughters again, you know. Mm. Like my uh, that army gets a boogeyman title as well. Um and it deserves it because it's brain dead and easy. Um I don't feel like the Legions gets as much of a boogeyman title. It obviously like people understand it's a very good army. Um but yeah it takes it takes too much brain power to just fucking go yeah, get smashed I, and then and play yeah i clubs.
2: would I would say like for me, it took quite a number of games to really like wrap my head around how it plays and how it should play um but I think once I've got those reps in it's it does play, because it plays in the way it wants to play, I don't have to, I can be quite proactive with it, and I don't have to worry so much about what my opponent's doing, so it gives me more time to think uh, about what I'm doing, and then I can just do what I want to do, and then think about what the opponent wants to try and do to combat that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's... Um think you, man's army and I mean you've also got like the bonuses of having that many monsters that you can score bonus points as well. And
2: Oh shit yeah. Like
0: the bonus and the monsters are relatively like Bellacore ignores Rend, which is you know great unless someone uh, wounds somebody also passes off wounds to other demons around them and while your general's alive you've got that five up board and you know it's it's all you've got you've got like all the tricks there. Um you just don't have the the output really is what it is. Like you don't have a real big, slappy unit, other than the Rage so who's yeah. paper
2: and so swingy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, he did. Mm. He did absolutely nothing over the last weekend.
0: He didn't do a lot in our game as well, but,
2: um, yeah. <laughs>
0: That's some the nature
2: of the beast.
0: But then again, you played Mark and you killed his whole army of one unit, so... Um, yeah, that's that's cool. So shall we we'll run through to standings then because I feel like everyone deserves a shout out First of all, if you get to masters and then where you place. So Michael, you obviously won 5-0. You obviously the only five zero at the tournament because there's only 20 people with masters is uh, Ben Black who was Tubby's um, Wild card pick. Is that right? Tubby? Yeah, that was my underdog pick. Yeah, so Ben went four one He seemed to slap everyone but Michael um, James, Mr. Mechatek, he was on a couple of episodes ago uh, with his Iron Jaws because he won Silverstream Smash, and uh, obviously a good mate of Michael's uh, went uh, came third with four one as well. So those those two were the only four uh, ones. Jesse, who we had on doing the hype show, came fourth with her Legends. Uh, Alex, Alex Sinclair, his daughters game, both snakes went. 3-2 came fifth at Masters and then Shout Out Alex won Valleycon just a weekend gone going 5 0. Uh mm. I came in sixth place with my Lumineff. Tubby came in seventh place with his uh daughters Kane. Anthony, who we spoke about earlier with his crawl boys came in eighth, Trey with his fire says so coming ninth. Mark uh after going three-o day one finished the finished the tournament free-two coming in tenth. Bo with his What's City. it called? It's Living, Living cities, City. isn't it? Yeah. Living cities, stonecast dragons. Formaners came eleventh. He was the top of the three twos, which, of the two threes, two three. Sorry, um, which I think surprised uh, everyone. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh... Like Jesse was very high on Bo before the tournament. Yeah, Jesse was very high on Bo. Um,
2: I yeah. uh, I think I think Bo's a fantastic player. Um. I honestly didn't rate the list that much. Um, yeah, I yeah. thought it was good, but not um, not top-tier contention. I think Living City is a great list, but I don't know that I love, like, the Phoenix Guard and stuff in that. I don't think it's leading into the strengths of Living City. That being Stormcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then Luke... Came in 12th, 2-3. He was our top-performing Seraphon player. Uh, And then Adam, immediately behind him, 2-3, another Seraphon player. Jesse, who was my wildcard pick with his Stormcast, um, came in 14th. Yeah, he he did. Jesse did not have a good weekend, though. He was not happy.
1: He was not happy,
0: no. Um, Mitch, who I'm definitely not shouting out, came 15th, 2-3 with his Skaven, which is... I think he's pretty happy about, to be honest, because he took Skaven, and this is like not even the new Skaven that's been released since. Um, this is old Skaven, so he was just there for shits and giggles.
2: I'll, I'll give Mitch a shout-out because we had a fantastic game. not out, shout out Mitch. I'm going to out
0: Ryan came 16th, which is a massive surprise to me. He was the bottom of the 2-3s. He was the one who beat me 10 game 2. Uh, I'm not surprised that he finished 16 because he beat me. I'm just surprised because his army is actually just really good. But um, I don't think it could hang with the output at the tournament, to be honest. Um, I mean, he lost to Alex's Bow Snakes. He lost to Luke's Seraphine. He lost to Trey's Fire Slayers. So, I don't know. We'll just have to have him on at some point. He came second over the weekend, so he's obviously... Bounce back quite quickly. Nick, who was the spare player, uh, next up, uh, with his Iron Jaws, um, comes up top of the 1 and 4s at 17. Fraser with his Beast Claw Raiders. Is that what they were? Yeah, he had more tribes Yeah, yeah. yeah, 18th. Rohan with his, what <laughs> was it, Cragnos god joke and a war crusher or something and no yeah.
1: battalions just for the fucking yeah
0: he was he was there for the for the bands uh, not
1: dead last baby let's get it
0: no uh, 19th and then aiden so one of our picks came in well tubby's pick that everyone just piggybacked on essentially uh aiden came in and dead last which is um actually bartos came in dead last because he has no results in here but he's but he obviously didn't turn up since to the tournament he pulled out. Um, which is no surprise from Aiden because he he hasn't played Warhammer. like He hasn't played AOS for like a year or so. He got in on AOS2 results. That's how long ago he's played. And he and he played, what was it? Three Gordon Clemens? Yeah, yep. three guys. Yeah. yeah, so like he wasn't taking it really seriously. So that's, that's Masters of New Zealand 2022. So your winner, Michael, Legion of the First Prince, Cookie Cutter Netlist. What a good guy. Uh, <laughs> ben came in second with his Kragnos and, and Smash Bros, and then James came in third with his, um, with his Iron Jaws. So it, it's funny to see like two very aggressive combat Smash face armies second and third, and then the Legion of First Prince armies coming in first and fourth. So you've got... Control, army, smash, smash, control. So it's... Yeah, there might there might be something in those legions that are first prince-less. List, list, I am not too sure. So, what do you guys want to talk about now? Do we wrap it up? Do what we do talk you... about our feelings about Masters? Do we, what, what do you want to do, Toby? You I don't
1: really care about like my feelings of Masters or, or your feelings of Masters, but I just want to know...
0: Right. I care about your feelings. Ah, get fucked. Um... <laughs> I want to know how
1: Michael at his first Masters, like it's my favorite tournament of the year. But like, how did how did you like it? Like, it's all yeah, the sweatiest players you get. You get them together. Was it more fucking pressure than any other event? Was it sweatier than any, any other event? Like, how did how did you like it?
2: I mean, it was as as Tub said, it was my first Masters. Um, such fun event. I was to be to be. Quite honest, I was expecting more sweaty lists. Oh get, um, get it
1: get their salt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there was there was a lot more seals, as Sean put it, than uh than I thought there would be. But there were lots of like I mean, so many great players, um and so many like really cool lists. Um yeah, no, it was, it was the the night out. Um on the Saturday it was awesome too. great to just chat and drink and have good bets um yeah, yeah, no I loved it. can't wait to see to be to be honest, I actually wasn't going in thinking that I had a shot, yeah, I think I was like, yeah, I'd be you know I'd be pretty stoked with a four one, but I don't know I think I'll just get into uh, into a matchup that's not too favorable or or I, to be honest i thought i'd probably go down to james round one and then maybe go for the go for the submarine but yeah stoked um nice. Nice. so up for the uh up for the two time next time bro you, uh,
1: you know you're know know so <laughs> like there's two ways to win masters there's the uh go out and don't drink get a good night's sleep uh like yourself and uh and mr bates over here have done previously and then the real hero's way to do it is uh get well and truly shit-faced on the uh, saturday night and then pull it out sunday so no pressure but next time round, you know you go for the two time you may yeah, as well do I, it with fashion I gotta
2: do it the chad way um. <laughs> <laughs> well i gotta make Sleep sure the play- table goes far i can't play legion if i'm gonna do that <laughs> no no way
1: no way
0: I mean, um, are you so going really warhammering if you're if you're not
2: hungover? You've read days, probably not. Uh, I, d- I don't warhammer very well, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're always not mine, buddy. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, so no, that's that's cool, Toby. You don't you obviously don't care about your own opinion, so you don't no. have any. No, cool. No. Okay, um, nothing. I would just say in hindsight I probably run You know, knowing what I know now after just playing Foxes the last weekend, I'll probably play Foxes again um, but as we found out what, like 24 hours ago there's a new GHB coming out um, next yeah. weekend is it guys? The um, yes. pre-order
2: this weekend?
0: What? The pre-order this weekend, so like everything that we say is just not going to fucking matter in two weeks time <laughs> which is annoying, that's like You always want to get the content out, you want to like spotlight, you want to talk about stuff, you want to seem like you know what the fuck you're talking about, and then in two weeks time it's going to be flipped on its head and no one will fucking, you know, like, or kill armies or bring new armies back to the scene that we haven't seen for a time, or, you know, correct units or buff other units, etc, etc, so yeah. Um, Cool, cool, cool. Tubby, go on. New
1: Masters season, New Masters season, it's just starting uh mr sean Bates, what are you thinking for this master season what are you going to run i don't care about the ghb stuff like what would you like to run
0: um to be honest i think i'd like a new army because it's been i like to try doing new army every one to two years and i picked up the bulk of my luminef when they came out which was you know just as COVID happened what was that june 2020 like the tech and friends which is pretty much what i've been running obviously the foxes got released last year but i think i'd like to do something new i'd like to um so i don't know like i like playing my luminef. it's super fun for me but playing foxes is massively toxic and i understand that um i would like to play my corn as well because corn's good fun but they are just like the competitive player in me... So
1: won't, fucking awful for yeah, so like, long.
0: The competitive player in me just won't let me play corn. is the thing. Because like if I come up against like a rare thing to snakes, I'm like, sweet, this is... I might as well just put my shit back in the box and we'll just call it there and have a four-hour lunch break, you know? Um, Stormcast is like the book that just doesn't stop giving because it's got, you know, 90 different units, so... Um, I might mix that up. So I, I think if there is a new Luminef book coming out this year, which has been rumoured for, you know, a good few weeks now, I might just write out The Foxes until then. Um, but really, I'd like, to be honest, I'd really like Shadow or Dark Elves to, to come out, whatever it is. Um, if that doesn't happen in the next six months, Months. You know, if that doesn't happen before the end of this year, then I might have to dip my toe into something like destruction to be honest. Um You fucking what? Yeah, I know. I know I'm mid fucking vape. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, no, no, I'm not I'm not joking Get the fuck eh? out
2: of like, here. i imagine you as destruction player. I
0: know. Just smooth brain destruction at all. T- I smash and bash and I go brah. You know, like Oh my god. I don't know because like none of the order, never none of the other order armies outside of Luminif and Stormcast really appeal to me. Other than the Melicath Elves or Malerion, whatever you want to call them these days, and and uh, even then I haven't seen them, and they might come out and I might be like, oh, that's no, nah, that's not for me." Chaos, like I like my corn. I've got Archeon. I've got Belacor. I don't have a big enough brain to play s- slaves, to be quite frank. Um, death just doesn't appeal to me at all. Like, I'd love to play an elite small vampire army, but it doesn't exist. Like, I was really hoping Soul Blight would be like a bunch of, you know, like a bunch of Twilight fucking vampires running around being elite and good. Um, But it's not. And that after watching people play that army, I just want sort to of blow my brains out every time I look at it. So, yeah, like... Unless fic comes out and they, they're just, like, crap horrors and flayers, I, I I don't know. Like, I might have to do something in Destruction. I kind of want to paint an Iron army in a World of Warcraft theme, to be honest. That's kind of what's the bubbles, if I'm yeah. going to be completely honest. I can, I can vibe with that. Yeah, yeah. I want, I want orange orcs, man. That's what I want. You know, orange orcs, orange and red orcs. But, yeah. So... So that's it, dude. Like, I'd, I'd like a new army, is, is the very two-second answer of it, and I don't really know what that army is, because I don't know what's coming out. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to ride foxes until they fix that shit, because that shit is so good, and sucks to play
2: against. But yeah, what about you, dude?
1: You go, Michael. I want to he- hear, um, hear what's coming from the master.
2: Uh I am getting married at the end of this year. So see you oh, that's, shit.
0: That's not an army, eh? Like what are you up yeah. to?
2: So uh but I have a whole Silver army sitting on the shelf. Uh so that's gonna be me in two weeks.
1: Oh boy, that's gonna be spicy.
2: Yeah, so that's that's gonna be me at least until next year. But I'm I'm really excited because I, I, I do love the army. I just there's just so much I want. I don't want to have to bring thirty fucking trees to every tournament. So <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that book. I love I love the aesthetics of Sylvaneth. I love how they play. Uh, I just want them to be better at it.
1: <laughs> nice man. Favorite unit you've seen that's been leaked or released so far
2: for Sylvaneth? Um. I don't care about the Ford, pretty. Like, about Ford the branches coming out of her back, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I think the lady, of the Vine, like of the models I've seen, the lady, of the vines is coolest. I've got the the, the split box sitting behind me, uh, yeah. ready to be ready to be built. Um, don't shut up, Mitch. Fuck that guy. <laughs> nah, fuck that guy. He didn't. He he forgot about me and didn't split with me.
0: <laughs> That's why we're not him out.
2: Uh and then I actually don't love the Beatles. I think they look a little bit static in there, with they're like wings and stuff. Mm-hmm. The uh, Archer ones? No, nah, no, nah, the, the Beatle Riders. Oh, yeah. Uh, ones? Yeah, yeah. But I love Kernoth and there's rumors that they're going to be Battleline. So... Oh, please. um, it's been so but, long. Yeah, so I'm I'm super hyped for that. And then hopefully Ilario isn't trash and that'd be cool too. Yeah, that'll be super
0: interesting what they do with Ilariel because she's a god tier character, but she's probably the worst god tier character, right? Yeah. Is opinion. that is that is that too extreme yeah. to say? She's a lot, nah, lot of points. She casts nah. a lot, but she doesn't get any buffs. She doesn't have a ward save, but she heals. Yeah.
2: I think she's she's not bad. She's playable, but um, she's too expensive right now. Yeah. I think she'd have to come down like fifty to a hundred points to make her like, like two
0: hundred points. But yeah,
2: I mean with would, this summoning, would... she's on like two hundred points worth of kernal, so yeah. it can like kind of makes up for it. But yeah,
1: even still, yeah, I think she either needs a ward which she can get from the fucking lady who's jizzing vines everywhere she needs like a plus to cast somewhere for a fucking three spells. she sucks at casting um or she just needs a better safe like a three-up safe with no ward savers fucking
2: ass yeah yeah like uh, in the in the current book if you don't kill her she will go back to full health mm-hmm. but it's not that hard to kill her no
1: nah, no it's not <laughs> like it's not i think
2: all. Uh, I just, like she can't yeah. even get
1: herself Mystic Shield.
2: Well, <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. So she just like she, I think she got taken off in a round by like one round of Bow Snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one time I was playing against James. So yeah, nah. So uh, so yeah. Fingers crossed. I'm looking forward to it because they've they've knocked it out of the park with all of the 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 books so far. So I'm really hoping this was, this was another another really good one. Mhm. you, new Tubby?
1: Um, I'm going to stay on that Cruel Boys, uh, bus. Um, been playing them again now because I did. Even though I only had like a couple practice games for my actual Masters list, I played a bunch of practice games for the Slaves list. Um, so I've been playing Cruel Boys and playing some Big Wire as well. Um, and I've been enjoying both of them. So, that's almost definitely where I'm going. I'm, going to build myself a Crawboys list, and then expand some bits and bobs so I can uh, flex it to Big War if I want. Um, Big War's been a lot of fun because I love Gobby. I think he's a fantastic uh, unit, and giving him some innate pluses to cast, uh, plus all the teleports and stuff like that becomes very, very, very fun. Um, And not too much. Like, if I build a Crawboys army, I really don't have to get too much more to run a, uh, a Big War army, so um, yeah. That's what I'm going to jam. Uh, I've been looking at Daughters. It's a lot more up my alley now. Um, now that you can Probably run like... In like a
0: 2017 dock all over again, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like you can definitely go back to just running like 90 girls. Um, and it has insane output, insane rend. Um, which is... Like I like that. I'm really into that. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I, I need to play some games with it to see if I can be bothered. Um, but it's not really tickling my balls like um like a Big Wah or a uh, Cruel Boys army is right now, even though maybe they're not as good. Um, Big Wah obviously very good, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the GHB too, but um, I'm still building the army no matter what. Uh, and because I don't have to play every day, it means I can actually, like, paint and not leave all my models on the games table, which is cool.
2: You guys got anything yeah. you want out of the GHB? Or any, like, you know, a couple of things you want? Go on, Toby.
1: I think I've had a mad rant on a few of the uh, group chats about what I want, but I know it's not going to happen. Um, <clears throat> basically, I want to see the scoring uh, system changed. Um, I don't think realistically it's going to happen to the extent that I'd like, but I'd like to see it like moved in a more positive direction. Um, points-wise, uh, none of the armies that I'm playing, like that I own, um, I care too much about the points changes for. I don't think any of them in too much of a bad spot points-wise. Um, like the docks points are obviously not going to change um, just because the books just dropped uh, and if they do it won't be by a lot uh but yeah i'm pretty happy i'm pretty happy with everything that i that i personally own sitting um it's really just the the missions that'll make them good or uh, make them ass uh one thing i would like to see uh, purely for my ko um army is just a, a revamp to the triumphs um but, you know, it's things like that, like the KO and the Dock. Um, what else have got? Like the corn. All those armies just need new books. Like a GHB is not going to fix them. They need um, they need new books to give them a vamp, revamp. Like KO has a chance with some Triumph changes. And uh, a couple updates to the Admiral War Scroll was really good. Um, so, yeah, maybe a, a Triumph change here or there could make the army a lot better. But, yeah, we have to see. We have to see.
2: Do yeah, you, Michael, you got any hopes for um, I think I would like to see uh it's one one like thing, because I have a ton of them, I'd love to see Chaos Knights drop like twenty, thirty points. Uh so I could just spam them and have a great time. Um
1: Battle line but, edition, man, they might, they might come back a little bit on that.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, because my slaves is, yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm not loving where it's at, because it's basically like Archeon, it's pretty much the only build. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd love to see, I mean, obviously we're getting the slaves book at the end of the year, which again, I'm super, super excited for, um be a lot more thematic to, to how I think slave should be with like just all the heavily armored knights and warriors and stuff like that. They are that sort of iconic look. Um but yeah, no nah, nothing. I'm just curious of the changes. Hoping I don't get slapped too hard in Legion, expecting to. But <laughs> uh yeah no um i think i'm just looking forward to a change i think it'll shake things up massively there's obviously a bunch of new books coming out at the same time so i think it'll be a very different game come this JHB.
0: yeah i would um yeah like i'm not going to speculate a points because it's so hit and miss i would just say look at whatever army you're playing and look at what units weren't being put, played six, seven months ago, and they might get a points decrease. And whatever was being spammed will probably get a points increase. Um, as for the game and how it operates itself, I agree with Tubby. The more I think about it, I don't like the score one, score two, score more, especially in the three objectives. Um, it tends to lead to just fighting over two objectives, really, or to center one. Um, I'd like to see battle tactics reviewed, to be honest, uh, and grand strategies. I, I don't really like the like. I don't like that they're putting battle tactics and grand strategies into battle tomes because they've been so hit and miss from what I've seen so far. So, for example, the Stormcast Battle Tactics. There's a couple in there that you can do, you know, if you've got, like, Forminators or, or Storm Drake Guard, you can kill some shit, um, and that's all good. Otherwise, there's, you know, they're pretty poo. From what I understand, the Doc one, Tubby helped me out on this one here,
2: there's a uh-huh. really good
0: battle tactic
2: or a really good training okay, strategy good. for Doc. There's three that are really so, broken. <laughs> they're just, like, auto-gets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: it's, it's even worse than that. So, like, I've been okay with the battle tactics. I think it's, like, quite a cool addition to the game. And no, like I, think... I like
0: it. I just don't like that some armies clearly have a massive advantage yeah, over other just, armies.
1: Just, just wait. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, I think it's cool that armies get their own battle tactics. I think what they did with the Doc Book is they fucking gigantically fucked up um, that every other book that's come out so far, they just score two points to their battle tactic. It's standard. The Doc Book, they score an extra point if they do it with Unit X. Yeah, which it is it. it's fucking, fucking dumb. stupid. It's so dumb. It like immediately puts that book's scoring potential so much higher purely on battle tactics than the rest of the armies because like they're monster focused at the moment. You can score extra points with monsters. You also give up extra points with monsters. Um, you can put monsters into pretty much every list. That's fine. Um, the fact that the doc army can just score extra alone on top of the battle tactics that are already there is not okay in my opinion and when it moves to a battle line because that's what they said they're going to do with the new edition they're going to move away from monsters and move to battle line yes yes you may score more uh say if you run three battle line units like if you run three monsters right now you get an extra point that's cool every army can take battle line that's fine every army has their own battle tactics that's fine Doc having their own individual ones where they score more for is fucking stupid and I fucking can't stand it. It's it's such a big fuck up and I hope they remove it from the book and don't do it further but all I can see right now is all the books coming out are going to get that same treatment where they get a plus one. Well I fucking well hope they do um, and then they're going to just trickle them in over the next few books um, and it's just going to create like a really big disparity between books that can score extra points of their battle tactics and books that can't because it's like a lot of the time, these games are separated by not a lot of points um, before you need to start extending and, and really trying to push for the dub. But the things like that dot book scoring is just fucking so dumb.
2: I'd really like to see them like put just an addendum in the GHB. Just like these are the battle tactics you can use in this GHB, these are the grand yeah. challenges you can use if you want to use them in fucking, I don't know, narrative. Half to glory, to fucking fuck. go hard. I don't give a shit. Yeah. But these are the ones you have to use because I think you're exactly right. Like It's just... It's way too easy to score them right now. I think they need to be harder and you can't have those just fucking auto-complete ones. It's just garbage. Yeah, so that's... That's more
0: or less where I'm coming from is what you guys have expended on is that I don't like... um, I don't like the battle traits going into the Battle Tomes because... That assumes that your opponent knows about them as well, so they can't prevent them. So they've just become more of like a a routine of the game that they're going to be given points. I I didn't realise that the doc one gives you additional points, which I very much also Ooh, don't yeah, like. Okay. Um, and then the grand strategy is the several one because I feel like I feel like it, it pretty much comes down to. I see, like, the same green strategies every time, right? So, like, I'm playing Lumineth or I'm playing Zinch. It's price Sorcery. Like, always. Playing against Destruction, it's normally Hold the Line or Beast Mastery. And then if I'm playing against er- everything else, it's, like, Beast Mastery or Hold the Line. Do I have lots of Battle Line or do I have Resilient Battle Line? Yeah, Hold the Line. Do I have three or four monsters? Yeah, it's Beast Mastery. So, I don't know. Like, yes, they're meant to be achievable, 90 percent of my games it feels like it's a formality that you score your grand strategy quite often battle tactics if you drop one or two in a game you're going to lose especially on free objectives where it score one score more i think i'd like just to see the missions revert back to a standardized scoring consistently across the board where it's like you get a point for an objective regardless or like two points or whatever it may be not having like a, a star strike or whatever it's called these days and having a Battle for the Pass or Savage Games, whatever it's called, where it's different, like it's there's set numbers for objectives that you score and then play a game like, I don't know, First Blood, where it's there's only three objectives and it's hold one, hold two, hold more. So I think I'd just like to see a bit more consistency across those. I think I like the removing the objective in turn three because I feel like that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. I feel like you should keep that or have, or maybe expand on that. But yeah, just uh, the tweaking the battle tactics, maybe refreshing them and uh, secondary set out the, the grand strategies as well. And then obviously just not have fucking bent ones or useless ones. Like the Stormcast ones, like have two cities units alive in your army. It's like, when have you seen a Stormcast allegiance or cities in the army? Never, because it's fucking garbage. When have you seen cities' allegiance with Stormcast army with Stormcast units and the army all the fucking time? Because that's how you play the army. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's like whoever wrote that one is completely fucked up and was meant to put that in the city's book. but like, yeah, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So that's probably what I like to see from GHP. And yeah, and um. There's been some new colors released while we've been recording. Um, they've released it, so so the, they're coming out with new shades and contrast colors. So go have a look at those in your own time, because I'm not going to sit here and try to describe colors on a podcast, on a audible <laughs> medium, because one, I'm monotone, so it sounds boring as fuck, and two, I am not a wordsmith, so I cannot
2: paint a picture with my words. But yeah,
0: Any, anything else you guys want to cap, touch on, or do we just call it here?
2: I'm good. Uh, nah, I'm I'm pretty good.
0: Sweet. Well, with that being said, Michael, thank you very much for coming on. Once again, congratulations for winning masters. It's honestly fantastic watching you and and James be like a little bromance and going around smashing tournaments. It kind of reminds me, again, relating everything to myself because I have a massive ego. <laughs> That's <to> me and <laughs> so how we did that, you know, so many years ago. But it's awesome seeing. Um, I think it's to be put at the new blood and the new guard come in and and push out the old boys. So I think that's very fucking cool. So once again, congratulations for winning. I also um, have a a master's plaque that I need to give you a a shield that that I found on my garage the other day. Yeah, I I I totally forgot about it. I was, um, I did a a video for Chris Welfare and I went inside a trophy box and I pulled out my Sydney GC one to put it behind me in my video to, Piss off the Aussies, and I was like, "Oh wait, there's this master's plaque. I need to, <laughs> I need to, <laughs> I need to give this to Michael because it's not mine anymore." So yeah. Anyway, so I'll give that to you as soon as I can, Michael. Um, once again, congratulations. You've done awesome. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank Great you, talking to Warhammer on Tuesday night, and hopefully the listeners found this insightful and found something out of us. Um, yeah, I'll I'll wrap it up there, boys. So thank you very much for your time, and we'll be back in your ears. As soon as we figure out what to talk about next. Cheers, guys. Trevor,
2: yes. catch up. Michael, say
0: bye. Oh,
2: cheers, guys. <laughs> You've been listening to Notorious Age of Sigmar with
0: Sean and Tubbs. Like what you heard? Then leave a review or check us out on Twitter at AOSSean89 and AOS Tubbs. See you next time.
2: Bye-bye.